two, one. Oh, that fingers. When the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. Hello, my little snowflakes. This is Sean O'Brien. Welcome to Politinkering. With me today is Sean Faw. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm well, sir. How about you? Eh, you know. Do you want to applaud yourself? Not really. Okay. It seems, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, egotistical or narcissistic or something. <laughs> well, I mean, I could just hit it. You, you, you can want... hit it. I, I can't hit it far. myself. Yeah, it just feels weird. Hit it. Just applaud. You know, you're you're getting applauded. It's fine. It's too... <laughs> There we go. And of course, we also have Mr. Joey or Joseph Bonnier. Hello. Bonnier or Bonnier? I I always said it right. Bonnier. Okay, so I did say it right. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm opening up this show, guys. Sean was nice enough to do it, to let me at least. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this will be a thing. It might be. But we've been teasing. Is it niceness or laziness? It could be a little bit of both. (laughs) I don't know. The the fact of the matter is I have a question. That's the key. Yeah. All right. I'm the one with the fucking question this time. <laughs> I'm tired of not knowing what the <laughs> fucking thing is. I need to do some preparation. Ironically enough, I wanted to prepare for this episode, but I apologize because I didn't. Yeah. I sat down and I, I thought about it myself. I answered the question within myself, but all the reading that I wanted to do, all like the research yeah. that I had, I didn't do. So I'm sorry. I can't answer some of those questions, but I do have the one question that I asked myself, which I'd like to ask you guys. Right on. Okay. What is art? Hmm. Art? Art. Art. What is art? I knew a How guy do we define art? Oh, you knew a guy named Art? <laughs> was he beautiful or was he ugly? <laughs> is there a difference between the two? I mean, is that what determines something to be art? Does it have to be beautiful? Does it have to be interesting? Does it have to incite the kind of passions, as it were? Is there a way to differentiate good art from bad art? Is there a way to differentiate bad art from not art? <laughs> Are they all the same? Did Shakespeare exist? We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for throwing that We're in. We're not going to go there. Um, I, I can sort of give you guys my take uh, to break it down, yeah. but let me just hear some riffing first. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? What What is art? Um, you know, like the uh, the Supreme Court definition of porn, I know it when I see it sort of thing. Um, what do you mean you'll, you know it when you see it? Um, well, first off, I mean, you know, to... Uh, growing up in a uh, Midwestern blue collar sort of situation, uh, the term art always seemed to be like a, a four letter word. Um, I'm dyslexic, so that makes sense to me. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's um, like the the idea of being an artist just um, is is not even something I can comprehend. You mm-hmm. know, um, I. I, I have a very, uh, I'm sure, skewed view of what art is in general. Well, but, give it uh, to me. What is it? Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's okay. it's, it's sort of <laughs> indefinable. Okay. Um, I, it, it's. Give me an example of something. Well, you said you, you know it when you see it. Yeah. What do you see? 
Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I, I'm certainly very broad in what I would allow you to consider art, but what I consider oh, okay. So art, it would be up to the person presenting what exactly. this is as yeah. art. And quite honestly, um, I, I tend to think money should not be involved. So the idea of the, the pursuit for the pursuit's sake, once it becomes commercial, then it's just that commerce. Do, so then does it mm, okay do you then remove the title of art and become something else i think so once money i, I think you should I, okay. I don't think that society necessarily agrees with me but i i do draw a distinction okay is it the second money isn't is is there at all um i mean you know there is the uh this sort of uh you know people got to eat and shit mm -hmm. but uh <laughs> yeah i mean it's true like right i mean if you I, so wait hold on is this the idea of the professional artist is well, that is that something you have I, I think that's kind of what I do have a problem with, the idea of, um, you know, once you are uh, a professional artist, I think there really needs to be some other term for that. You're, you're a designer, you're, you're a manufacturer, but I mean, I, I, I do have this sort of innate feeling that art needs to be for the sake of art. Well, it could be for the sake of art, but I mean, if you're going to go there as far as the, 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 the monetary mm -hmm. exchange of art, then all you need to do is define the value. So... You you put some sort of quantitative value worthless onto the until the artist is dead. Well, no, even still, <laughs> even still, I right? Know. Yeah. If if somebody walks by and sees it and desires it, mm -hmm. then they can, in theory, put a monetary value onto it. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what but, I mean? But and whoever it, owns it, whether the artist is alive or dead, it doesn't matter. They've attributed a value to that artist in some sort of monetary way. So certainly. So they might have created it for art's sake. It might still be art for art's sake, and yet it has value. And thus, the value has real-world consequences, i.e., some sort of quantitative element of it. And when it's an art dealer selling to, selling it to another douchebag, then that's you know the commerce end of art. But um, I don't think that inherently the artist is due the enrichment from that. I don't understand what you mean. Uh, the the to me to be truly art, mm -hmm. it needs to be. Uh, the end goal itself. Oh, sure. Okay. So you're still sticking to the fact that, that once you add money to it in any capacity, yeah. it is no longer art. So yeah. it might still have been art for art's sake, whatever, but right. it's just something else. Right. Um, I, I you like coming up with like a, an idea for something that like, you just need to redefine what this thing is. <laughs> yeah. Like it's still art. We agree. It's still obviously art, yeah, yeah. but you're like, I don't want to call it that. <laughs> he has his own version of it. He's got a, a fenced in version. <laughs> That's the life of a hermit. What can I say? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, I guess we'll, we'll address that in a second. Maybe I should start fucking writing these down. Um, Joey, while I'm looking for a pen, mm -hmm. please tell me what you believe art is. Um, I think that. I would say I would say art is humans making something that other humans can consume, and it has to be something either uh, intellectually stimulating or pleasant to observe, v hmm. visually or auditorially or some way like that. I guess maybe that's not quite can broad you, enough in some ways, but that's probably it. Might be too broad at first. Um, can you describe the pleasant element of yeah. it? Yeah. So you does it have to be pleasant? Art? Um, Wait, what no. is not art? I said Yoko Ono is not art. Well, that's well, that's that's not pleasant to me, but exactly. it's, it's pleasant. It is pleasant to her fans. They, I, I I doubt it. I don't know how it's possible. But it has either. to be pleasing to somebody. It's pleasing to somebody. Maybe they, maybe it's pleasing intellectually to them. I don't know. Okay, so the, yeah, but that's an important point. Truthfully. I mean, we have like uh, what's a, a good example? Um, Picasso's Guernica, right? Is is not a, a an attractive painting, and yet it you know it's not beautiful in any capacity. Or even like uh, John Cage, right? Uh, that's yeah. To, I, that's to bring, better your, to bring your music example. That's a better example because Picasso actually is pretty. Guernica is 
I would say even I think so objectively too. beautiful. Well, I, it's it's beautiful, but it's horrific. Yeah, but I'm saying John Cage is. I know exactly. That's nothing. why I brought it there. And yeah. to, to clarify, do you want to explain John Cage? Sure. I forget. Is there Nick what's, the, what's the actual name of the song? Do you it's know? Like it's four four minutes and twenty seven seconds. Just the number. Like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. The, it's the duration of the the song, quote unquote. Exactly. So it's he. Uh, he came up with this song, and it's just silence. It's just you listen to four minutes and whatever of silence, and that's. The art, I suppose. In Hello, sort. darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> and this is similar to another thing we talked about earlier, Sean O'Brien, which mm -hmm. is Empire, right? Empire is the Andy Warhol experimental video, if oh, you yeah, will, okay. of just the uh, picture of a frame on the Empire State Building for I don't know how long. Right. Hmm. It could be an hour or so. And right. you just watch it. I think it was like 15 hours long. Yeah, it might actually. be crazy. Just... He just left a camera on it. And yeah. then, and then, yeah, that's a, a film. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So, okay. So is that art? Regardless that's, of the fact it's not pleasing. That's just douchebaggery. <laughs> I think it's art. You think it's art? I do. What Then can you break down the elements of it that are art? Because it's not, it's clearly not it's pleasing. An, because I think if it's an attempt to make you think about concepts like what is art, then that's good enough to qualify. Oh, so the, the question in and of itself. The question in of itself is definitely one. But I also think it brings up other questions too. Like if you're sitting in silence for four, four minutes and 26 seconds, right. you're thinking of something deep. Whereas if you're going about your day, normally you wouldn't be thinking about these deep questions. Uh, that kind of brings up Dadaism. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Or and there's another example I love. I was thinking about earlier. I forget what it was, but it's in New York. Maybe you know what this is. There was a crazy art exhibit that they were um, uh, a statue or something. Oh, sort. the gates. The gates. In Central exactly. Park. Yeah. Yeah. And and people like couldn't. No, not the gates. I think it's oh. something different. It's something where like they couldn't get past it. Like there was a, a, a walkway, and then everyone on their way to work wasn't able to get to their work on time. They had to, oh, like, that's funny. Like walk like ten minutes out of their way to go around this art installation. I vaguely remember something. And like people that. were like, oh, it forces you to think about right. art during your day. And they're just like, be late for they're work just like right. fuck, we exactly. all get to work. Uh, so <laughs> I don't, they took it down, by the way. Well, you, you would, I mean, I guess that's interesting. You would be thinking about the piece, at, even though you would be like, fuck that fucking piece in the <laughs> yeah, middle of fucking Fifth Avenue. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't but know. But still, that's... you are thinking about it, it has incited yeah. some sort of element of it. So at the very, okay. Could you just machete through it? Machete. No, nah, it's like marble, Sean. <laughs> uh, big machete. <laughs> but so, okay, so there, so you said that there's an element of the pleasing, but that's sort of moot. But also just thinking about it at <laughs> well, all, if, if, if somebody's... No, no, I didn't say it's moot. I just meant you negated it afterwards. Okay. Right. I see what you're saying. It doesn't yeah, yeah. have to be pleasing. Yeah, go, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. Your, right. your walking around the wall thing was uh, pretty pretty specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point. no, I wasn't dismissing it. I was trying to clarify exactly what you would say you you're think right. art is. Yeah. Do you have anything else on that? Like, what else do you think? Is there any other way to define it? Or maybe perhaps what differentiates non-art from art? I don't think the commercial would disqualify it. I think that's one maybe differentiation I have with Sean. Okay. Is that uh, once I think, money's involved? Yeah, I don't think that once money is involved, it's not art anymore. I just think it, you know, an artist should be paid for his time like any other person who's doing something for other people. Okay, it is a service in some ways, not all the time, but I mean, if you're listening to some music or you're watching a movie, you know, you're being entertained for an amount of time, so that's something worth that time. And you said doing it for other people. So that sort of steps into the fact that somebody commissioned the installation, or, or the, they're consuming the it. Uh, okay, cool. Got it. I wanted to clarify. Or it has that. to be consumed. I think. Got it. Okay. So in any, so if if there is an audience member who's paying for it, it still doesn't doesn't disqualify it from being art. Yeah, Sean. Hmm. I still feel like you should have a day job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess why though? Take me through this. What what is it that? Um, I think it's. Uh, you know, sort of a, a byproduct of leisure time. So it is something that is, um, you know, 
an extra added bonus to the human experience, certainly, and uh, can be uplifting or depressing or whatever it is. Um, but I think that art itself is not uh, an intrinsic enough contribution to society to <laughs> demand um, uh, retribution for it. Got it, okay. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I certainly understand, you know, there, there's, um, you know, we work in the film industry. So yeah, I people... find this very ironic. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, though, because I don't consider most of us artists. I consider of okay. cr- as craftsmen, which is a little bit different th- way to go about True, it. True, but Sean, you've created stuff you just you haven't just operated a camera or whatever you've made you've created your art right and i have never received money for that that's just unfortunate no I, most most people don't it's not until okay. you get into that corporate system that you actually start making money off of but things. you don't feel like you deserve some money for your con- contribution no, not just for the the random kind. Con- especially if, if not for are, well, if people, if thousands of people on YouTube were consuming your video mm-hmm. that you made, you you would want some sort of contribution or some sort of compensation. I guess is the better word. Oh yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But again, then that that becomes a business that becomes a product that you're selling rather than just art itself. I I, I just kind of had this base feeling that art is something that is existing for itself truly anything outside of that is commerce and so for you to be to be compensated for your materials i can certainly understand that but then that gets into the idea of a commission-based system and so that is something that you're doing for someone else and you know they probably have some input on that so to me that is sort of again negates that that concept of this being true art so and you, a, and, an expression you wouldn't of, view like a great renaissance masterpiece as art because it was commissioned by a king um i i do have some issues with that certainly yeah really um, you're saying like monet and those you know not monet, monet is probably an impressionist michelangelo right? yeah Sistine yeah chapel yeah no that is that is certainly commercial art i mean that is that is well com- you said commercial art though that that is Still a commercial art. endeavor certainly i mean you know okay. it takes artistic integrity to do that but you know he wasn't putting every brushstroke up there. He had a team of guys working for him. Mm-hmm. So if I, at some point, it essentially just becomes a giant paint-by-number system where you just have, you know, sort of skilled laborers, you know, creating this thing. Um, but I, what is that thing? Is that, is, how is that isn't not that a, art? Yeah, I think I, I, I don't dis- differentiate this product with the art. I think the art is the product. I think that's okay. And some people will sell it, some people won't, but that's their... You know, that's their choice. I don't... Well, I guess more specifically, what is it that w- that you well, actually, let me take a step back first, mm-hmm. just to just because this will be a sort of a philosophical fun loophole to see <laughs> if you're to just to throw this out there. And because yeah. I really do want to get into the first question, though, as far as like wh- what how what do you call them? What do you differentiate? What is oh, it? Yeah, we don't have to spend all the time on my stupid theories. It's a wonderful theory. No, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's an it's, interesting it, theory that yeah. I haven't really heard before mm-hmm. literally ever um, because I'm not, anyway, but but it's funny. So you were saying that society itself is operating as something else. You still need a day job, right? Um, I'm going to reference Karl Marx for a second, who literally kind of had this view that everybody was an artist mm. at, at their core. And whatever yeah. they're doing, that that sort of passion, that thing that they want to do is their art. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, and whatever that thing that they want to do, we can foster that. And that will create the best possible society because everybody will be aesthetically um, you know, fulfilled, I guess, in a way. Right. So whatever craftsman you are, whatever job you're doing, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is their art. So it completely blends exactly what you're talking about. And it, and it, and it, anyway, go ahead. 
what would you say to Marx? <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're trying to make me agree with Marx. Yeah. I see how it is. No, no, no. You you would you would specific. No, no. It would it would actually just confirm exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah. you're, it, in other words, it would just say that everything that people are doing, if they have passion behind it, whether they're being paid or not, is art. I, I would buy that in a really broad definition of art, you know. So there's okay. there's artistry in turning a wrench properly. There is right. Right. there is artistry in you know taking pride. What's well, also their, their pa- yeah, that's the key. It's their passion, it's yeah. the pride in the work. Okay, so if we so that's fine. Now, so that philosophical distinction is out of the way. That I don't still think, doesn't answer the question. But Marx oh, could, Marx couldn't involve in, in envision a world where we have assembly lines. Or maybe he. I don't think he, not in the extreme. Yeah, is not that, Henry Ford style. Yeah, but, we we ha- we can make a house without any artistry. It's just a yeah. Yeah, paint by numbers, if you will. Oh, Sean no, said. certainly. It would but be I a think it, what Karl Marx is saying, like, is that anyone who made a house back in his day actually was kind of putting his own stamp on it and being, being sort no, no. of artistry? I've, obviously, no, I, no. Don't, I, I don't know no. the source, but I I thought that was to mean that anyone could be, not that anyone yes, was. Exactly. So, so, so his, no, the no. idea, oh, he's it, not, it, was, okay. it was a theory. It was, the, it was the idea behind it. He wasn't claiming that anybody making a house is by nature an artist. He's I like claiming that, that idea. Yeah. In if fact, I might even agree with that idea. Take passion in whatever you do you are No, because if you hate making the house then you're not doing your art whatever right. your art is that's the distinction that that marx would make there. okay he's I, so, I, maybe i would tweak it i don't know if i i kind of like that idea i think he still is making his art i would say but what well, would be his art he might be making art he just might not be making his quote-unquote art he might not be aesthetically fulfilled basically because there's oh, no passion behind uh, it i guess so does yeah. that make sense no it's true but, but then someone could still consume it and appreciate it as art no, 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 certainly. It's not a question of whether or not the house itself is art. It's a question of what I was what I was drawing the distinction yeah. between was was this commerce and art thing that Sean's mm-hmm. talking about, right. right? The difference between those two things. Okay. And Marx was saying that there there is within the commerce, all of that is art in a utopian in a utopian <laughs> communist society. Everybody yeah. would have the capability Everyone's of doing, doing what, they what love. right, whatever you love I see. would be what is aesthetically pleasing to you in a weird way, whatever your passion is. So if you hate building a house, then, then, and you actually liked, you know, I don't know, gardening, then, then the gardening is your art. Building the house is not your art. I see. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think it's, a, um, I still like it. I like both of them. <laughs> I like sure, this idea. Sure. Um, so, okay, cool. So Sean made that distinction, but that still doesn't answer the question because you still do draw a distinction between this art for art's sake thing, this mm-hmm. other thing that has that, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. Tell me about what that is. Um, Take me through an example of that. Yeah, no, I, I guess my biggest problem is just like the the idea of the whining, starving artist. The idea that, you know, <laughs> just because you're creating something, you th- feel that there is um, an intrinsic value to your time, even though you have no respect for the audience that you're trying to sell things to. <laughs> so, you know, the, the idea that if... If your art's not selling, then you're not making good enough art to sell. So fuck off. But no, no, I still want to understand what the art is. You said mm-hmm. that there's there's there is this thing, this this entity that exists yeah. that is art for art's sake. Mm-hmm. Once you attribute a value to that, it I, becomes well, no, something I, else. I, yeah, because I think it taints the process. So once you are uh, looking to make art to sell, once you are looking to profit from it or even live off of it, there becomes that idea of trying to please your audience, which I think takes it out of the realm of art and into the realm of, con- realm of consumable goods. What if that never happens, though? What if somebody continues to make the exact same thing? Okay, let me give you a different example, okay? Mm-hmm. to Let's just say there's a guy who just continues to write 
you know, thing after thing mm-hmm. or or a painter who kind of continues to, to create piece after piece. Sure. Um, and his and his partner, spouse, whatever, um, sells the pieces. Right. They, they think he thinks that he's going to store them because there's just too much in their in their you know <laughs> shitty studio apartment on mm-hmm. like Fifth yeah. Ave or whatever. Or I guess it wouldn't be Fifth Ave. It'd be like somewhere in Alphabet City. And so like or I guess Williamsburg. The, Ooh, local reference. Right. Crazy. Um, bullshit. Right. Um. But the, the, the artist thinks that she's taking he or she is taking this whatever you can yeah, yeah. The, she let's just say it's a girlfriend mm-hmm. the girlfriend's taking the pieces out to be stored but yeah. actually what she's doing she's selling them yeah she's selling them and yeah. it's completely unbeknownst to the artist mm-hmm. so everything that he's still doing is is still the same it's still all art nothing <laughs> changes yeah, whatsoever yeah. no I I think you can you know create a bubble world where someone can exist there and then in that world yes he is creating art and then it is being stolen from him and oh, sold yeah, no, in the I'm black not, market. I'm not, I'm like, not trying to presuppose. <laughs> I'm not trying to create the world. I'm trying to make it draw the distinction that you are that you seem to be making between this. And what you said is that the distinction is because the process is tainted. So you're saying the, that if the yeah. process is not never tainted at all, it still remains art. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, again, it's it's a matter of perspective. So, like I said, I, whatever you want to call art, I will certainly allow you to. But to me, my definition of art is different. So, to that artist, to that person that painted that, mm-hmm. that is certainly art. But once it goes to his wife or you know husband or whatever that is, then that becomes a consumable good, and that becomes trade. That becomes you know just a. a so to method. the girlfriend, it's trade. To the right, even if she, you know, even so, we, we could even. We could even argue that let's just say the painter is very good, but he's kind of mediocre mm-hmm. at his core. But the real genius is actually the girlfriend. The marketing. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, the real genius in the relationship is the mar- is the girlfriend who mm-hmm. every time she takes the piece and says she's going to store them, she adds this little touch, this little thing. Hmm. I don't know what it would be. Let's just say, for example, just, you know, she grabs her paintbrush and she does this one, you know, just a little tweak of it that that gives it that je ne sais quoi, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And and she goes and she still sells it, though. Mm -hmm. But the art becomes better and she's making money off of it. It To me, that's exactly what taints the process then. So she's making that tweak to his art because that's what sells. Well, okay, let's say she's not tweaking it because it sells. She's just tweaking it because it makes the painting better. And it just so happens that it sells. I mean, it's it's really hard for me to uh, disentangle those two uh, okay. two ideas. But what if uh, what if it is disentangled in her mind? Um, I mean, you know, that's justification. And sure, you can have a multiple personality where one of you thinks you're an artist <laughs> and the other thinks you're a business person. There and... is a real world example of this. It's okay. fi- filmmaking. It's writers, right? Mm-hmm. Writers will originally have their idea thinking that it's pure art and then it gets tainted along the way by some... Yeah, writer's team. That's corporatocracy. Yeah, but that's still, but that's still kind of ans- that that goes along with his philosophy in the sense that it one is person this thinks art for it's art's sake. Yeah, it is art for its sake, and then it becomes somewhat of more of a commerce thing. I think. Yeah, yeah but you were saying earlier that you don't agree with that I, either. I still think, think it's, it's art. Right. It can, it I mean, it's some, it, I, I, defend me if you want. No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm defending his logic, but it's. I still think a movie like that. The end product is a movie, and a movie is still art. I don't know. You, if you're, are you going to tell me that movie is not art? I, I'll be surprised. But. Yeah, he would very much say that. I would say I, you he would has say to. a movie's not art I by def- his definition. Definitely absolutely. lean that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, of course. There are artists involved. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to but... clarify. Exactly. I get it, but yeah, I just yeah. think that's a little strange opinion. I, I, 
I mean, Sean, you love especially art. giving you love my movies. station in life. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. I have very little respect for the term art. So okay. th- that's I, I come. Maybe at, you have a lot of respect for it. Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the opposite. You have it seems extreme like you have respect complete for reverence it. for it. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the glass is half full, half empty, whatever. Um, <laughs> 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 no, you're saying that there is this otherworldly, almost like Plato's forms thing that is art with yeah. a capital A that doesn't. Yeah. That I that Totes for does me. exist. You're putting up on a very beautiful pedestal. You know, right. art, art. which is ironic, of course, because Plato, you know, kicked all the fucking <laughs> artists out of the Republic, so he had no know. interest in the artists whatsoever. Um, I mean, to me, to classify as truly art, it needs to be like the truest expression of humanity, or the truest expression of what it is to to be human. Okay. So that that is what classifies as art. Everything else is commerce. So you can still well, have a day job. And can we get some make... examples? I want to know what you think is. Yeah, like, exactly. What do you, what do you like? Mean... What, what kind of stuff? What do you, what do you consider art? Um, okay, so that's... Who's an artist? I, I, I have no fucking idea. Is there any musician um, as an artist? I, I, it might I, not uh, even exist so, in your world. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be it's, amazing. It'd be it, great. It, it, so here's here's my... Um... Not like a fucking modern day Socrates. Man. <laughs> 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 You're like, there's this ideal. There is this ideal that exists. There's it a is intangible. There is a word for this thing that we don't have. Sean's like, I'm going to find that word. What do we call the space in between the hole of a straw? We don't have that. We call the straw straw the straw but the straw is just the plastic what is that place in between what is this fucking art that you're talking about man well that's the thing okay so my (laughs) my relationship with art has always been um disdainful um the the in (laughs) in the last couple of years uh, a couple years ago, whatever, uh, I made my way over to the Getty Museum in in LA. Uh, that's a shame. And uh, <laughs> w- not a fan. Or... And continue. Okay, th- this is like my biggest. I'm not uh, a huge fan of okay. it, no, but it's it's not the best museum. Yeah, that's all it was. I but have, go ahead. Sorry, I, I've certainly not spent a whole lot of time in art museums. Um, but it all just kind of you know washes over me like nothingness, and uh, everything is pretty uneventful um, until I saw Van Gogh. Uh, the lilies, I think it was. Um, uh, it's one of those yeah, pa- probably Monet, I think. Uh, no, it was definitely Van Gogh. Okay. Um, I, obviously, I oh, don't... there is a Van Gogh exhibition there, actually. Uh, at least it was a couple years ago. I okay. don't know what, but um, that was like the f- oh, the lilies. I'm sorry, I was thinking of water lilies. This so you're is thinking thing? like the, the 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 lilies, the calla lilies. Yeah, it was like yes. blue and shit, right? <laughs> Monet's, wow. Monet's are blue as well, but uh, sure, go ahead. Okay, right on. Continue. Um, you can really either way, picture with your words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. Uh, <laughs> so Van Gogh. Van Gogh yeah, yeah. So that that was like the uh, the first and only painting that had ever uh, struck me as as art. Um, Holy it, shit! <laughs> like in your life? For the mo- yeah. Oh, I've never res like I don't go to. And art you don't remember what like, it is. Well, I mean, it was. It's work. okay. No. I'm just, well, you got to find it and put it on your wall. Yeah, dude. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, it's one of those things that you've seen hundreds of times in re- reprints and things sure. like that. But that was like the first time that actually seeing something in real Joey, life look it up? affected I am, me I, I, differently. At first, I thought it was Starry Night. I don't think it's. Starry no, it's not Starry Night. Night's in, in, in New York. It's in the MoMA. No. Um, but like you said, it's the, the first time that, like, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Seeing though. it in person um, had an effect on me. And I, uh, yeah, that's the guy. Let me see. That's uh, it's a, it's a picture of flowers. Sure. They're they're actually lilies, I suppose. Uh, they're blue, they are blue and yeah. shit. And it's as, as Sean says, 
Um, but yeah, the, uh, the thing that you don't see in pictures is the three-dimensionality of it. Sure. And texture, they call yeah, that. Uh, sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, they call it texture. <laughs> if those artists want to call it texture, I'll let them call it texture. But uh, no, I mean, and, and that just gave it a completely different dynamic. And I saw it in a different light for the first time. And uh, that was the really first and only time i can you know recognize having seen something i would call true art got it whether or not he i from what i know of van gogh i assume he wasn't doing that for sale he was okay no yeah and if if i'm not mistaken he painted this uh in an insane asylum yeah that sounds about right um probably why it resonates wrong but it's it's in the later period it has this one white flower on the left it's uh it's unique yeah what do you think that symbolizes sean i don't give a fuck Oh, oh. The, the meanings. We'll delve into that in a bit. Um, okay. So, so you have this conception in mind that there is there is a a, 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 a deep seated need for humanity to understand itself, and something that can can get at the core of that becomes exalted in your mind for art. Um, but it is only for art's sake. Once the second you step into a commerce, either before or after the fact, um, well, I'm sorry, does the piece know, in other words, that piece is fucking worth money. The, like, yeah, yeah. the most important piece in the world. But then it's, it's because it's a commodity now. So that's again, it's okay, a so different it, situation. For, from Van Gogh's perspective, it still is art. From and, our perspective though, it's not art though. Like, like I said, once the artist is dead, the, the value is certainly whatever it needs to be. But, um, the... I, okay. yeah, I mean, it's, it is certainly truly art in the, the sense of the artist and in your it, worldview though, this painting is no longer art um, because it is, it is valuable. It has value. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's traded as commerce. It's, um, but it, even if it never was traded as commerce, it still has inherent value. No, it only has value because we think it has value. The, the, it, it's as valuable as that canvas and that paint. Like, well, we can. Okay, we'll get into that for sure. Um, There is some sort of emotional value ascribed to it. If it's just if that painting sat in the dark room, you know, for for, since the day it was painting, Mm -hmm. painted, and then literally just you walked in and saw it, you're the very first person to ever set eyes on it. Mm -hmm. That experience has value. Yes, but I I guess I, um, you know go lean towards the uh, the communist in that aspect where you know those type of things should be in a museum for everyone i don't think that you know it's kind of uh, the the idea of pricelessness you know it's it there shouldn't really something so important if it is really truly art and intrinsic to the human experience it should be so expensive that you know it's you can't sell it well but you still said it should be so expensive. It just means that there is. Well, I mean, that's some the idea of pricelessness. Un- almost unattainable. Pr- yeah, yeah. Well, you got to be careful with pricelessness because pricelessness could also mean worthlessness. True. You know what I mean? And uh, to me, I I I see that as being, um, you know, uh, uh, symbiotic. Okay. Well, right. So yeah, then that's what I'm saying. But never. But nevertheless, there is value, inherent value that you've emotionally felt upon your experience of that painting. Mm-hmm. Right. So and but I guess Once then that, perhaps you're, you're are you hesitant to put a monetary value on a person's experience? Certainly, yeah. I understand. Okay, so that's the distinction that you're making. That, yeah. That, Once that it becomes emotional, monetary, then it becomes contrived. Right. Like, how it, do you put mo- how do you put a price on love? How do you exactly. put a price on you know the the beauty felt that? Okay, cool. Totes for real. Um, cool, Joey. Anything before we move on? Um, no. I mean, I want to say that you should probably go to a better museum than the gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I, no, not, I think honestly you should. I think there's a better, like a really, especially even in LA, the LACMA is really good. I think, the, have you been there? I'm sure. Yeah. There's some great yeah, exhibits I love there. I mean, really? uh, we got we got to see the Kubrick exhibit. That was good. I'm sure. I know, I missed that. Yeah, actually. The Getty's yeah. got a train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is, the Getty is very pretty. It's yeah. like natural wise, yeah. but it's just the, the museum's a little lacking. Yeah, it really is, man. Um, also, like if you're into cars, like there's the automotive museum. Like there's a museum. No, that's, for that's not an art museum. No, across the way, yeah. it's not an art museum. Yeah, I okay. think it, you're right. I guess it wouldn't be in your world. Yeah, in my world, it's uh, total I, I, commerce, yeah. a celebration I, of commerce. I think a Lamborghini <laughs> is a piece of art. I definitely think. <sighs> <laughs> no okay no. i i mean i <laughs> i agree it's we i'll get into it in a um to wrap that element up it's kind of interesting so just to give you guys some sort of historicity of the, the philosophy behind art we had plato started off as far as the question itself he didn't like art didn't think there was any place for it in the world artists whatever mostly because he had this this idea and you kind of slide on the you fall on plato's side which is very interesting it's weird um and freud for that matter actually um where there's there's you know the idea of the forms okay this unintangible form the 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 a cat with a capital c right anything that is the most feline like cat and then mm. we have underneath that is the idea basically of that um like archetypes basically sort of yeah exactly um and then we have the real world objects so the actual feline cat and then we have then we have the art which is mimesis the greek called it mimesis it was just a reproduction of a thing in the world mickey a picture of a cat. <laughs> a picture of a cat, exactly. And the reason that that is kind of uh, should be disqualified and shunned from the Republic is because it gets away from from the exaltation of the forms, like understanding the forms, the ideas the, themselves. The now, this is just themselves. Plato. P uh, Pla yeah, basically. And Plato. Freud said this too. Well, no, no, no. So Freud Freud agreed with the element <laughs> much later on, obviously. But similar. Right? I'm, I'm well, curious. I'm just no, it was more so that that Plato's distinction, the reason that they're so similar is that Plato's distinction was the fact that so the concepts was, you know, the the phil, the philosophy element of each person. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the brain. And then we have the kind of central element of it, which is the, the body. And then we have the base, which is, you know, the, your dick, basically, like and those passions, those those deep seated, <laughs> horrifying passions. Reptilian. And that's where art comes from in Plato's mind um, and in Freud's mind. So it was the distinction between those two. And of course, Freud also broke down, you know, the id, the ego and the superego. And that's and the id itself is the passion. I, feel, I think I think that's right. Right. The id is the passions. Sounds about right. Um, and so for both uh, Plato no, and Freud. The ego? No, I no, think no, ego the, is the you. And then the superego is the conception right, of you. Right. And it is the, the right. base thing. I think I'm right. I don't remember. But um, anyway, Aristotle came along after Plato and and said sort of the same thing, but also was OK with art. Um, and. Ironically, of course, Plato was an artist and Aristotle was not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't remember exactly what Aristotle's whole deal with art was. I'm trying to remember. He more, he more studied it than he did anything else. But he said it was kind of okay that it was a base expression. And Oh, I'm sorry. That's what it was. For, for Aristotle, it was catharsis. It was mm. catharsis, so it wasn't a digression from yeah, yeah. life. It, it was, was a way really... to, yeah, it was a way to understand those passions and to kind of see them before, mm. you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so he, so Aristotle was okay with that. And then I forget everybody else. We got Hegel, Hume, Marx. We talked about a little bit. Marcus is sort of the same thing. We talk more about Floyd, Freud. Then we have the existentialists, um, who went more into that element that we're talking about, which is kind of what I'll get into. Um, and that was Nietzsche, Sartre. So Nietzsche had an interesting quote, which was, what was it? Um. We have art in order not to die from the truth, <laughs> was Nietzsche. <laughs> Another fun quote was, um, Falico is, uh, in art, everything is, nothing is becoming. So it's a, in a weird way, it's the only time, it's the only place where time stands still. 
right? Mm. And then it kind of captures something. Um, and then who was it? Uh, fucking um, Kant. Kant was saying, uh, "Beauty is the promise of happiness." Watch your mouth. <laughs> Beauty is the promise of happiness was Kant's take on it. Mm. I wanted to go down and have like a whole fucking list of things, but I I didn't have time, as I said earlier. That's okay. But what I did have time to do was sort of question whether or not I what I thought art was. Do you mind if I break him down? You guys Please. tell me yeah. tell me whether or not I'm right or wrong. We'll probe it. I'll tell you how wrong you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard a convincing argument as to why you're right. I'll probably <laughs> tell you that what you're saying Ever. is art. <laughs> Um, I, okay. So I, I broke it down. I, you know, mm-hmm. the, the first question I said was, can anything be art? What do you guys think? Can anything be art? Sean says, yes, yeah, yeah. but it has to, but it has to kind of get at the human condition. Yeah. I mean, it has to be just like truly, you know, outside of commerce. Right. Okay. And uh, then Joe is the exact uh, opposite where it can be anywhere. Anything can be art. Yes. Okay. Do you, ha- and you didn't, you didn't, you were unable to make a distinction before specifically. I came up with as some far as what? Well, as far as the, the difference commerce? between not the commerce, but as far as the difference between art and not art, oh. you said sort of you'll see it. When no, you see no, it. that's not true. I think anything can. Then... To answer your question, about yeah. can be. I'll say yes. Yeah, I know, but I don't think everything is. Yeah, well, <laughs> you okay? Well, we'll just go there then. What's what is what is the thing that makes it art? Or does it does it have to begin yeah. as art, or can it become art? What isn't art? Right. I mean, something that hasn't been turned into art yet. I guess. Okay, but like what a would human be the thing that turns it. into art? What do you say? I'm what sorry. would be the thing that turns it into art? Um, a human designating it for a specific purpose of being consumed for blah 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 pleasure or. Okay, got it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so a human's got to set it for this purpose. These, this is what I came up with, and I don't know. We'll just let's just fuck around. I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. So I would say that art has to have one of the four qualities. Okay. okay. That's oh, like damn. one of these four things. Um, He's got notes and there's, everything. And in, I did, man. I didn't <laughs> want to forget this shit. It's important because we had like so. Basically, I have this and we can talk about this. And then I wanted to address the other two things that we talked about in the Oscars episode and in the comedy episode. <laughs> right, Whatever, and then nerd. We can fucking move on. Go for it. This is about art, man. <laughs> so just like our morality question, we had to answer that shit before we can fucking move on. And now oh. at least we have an answer for it. We still do not have an answer for this. Um, Nor will we. Well, we'll see. Okay. I don't know, man. Well, we're, we're. <laughs> um, Give it your best. So here are the things. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think anything, I don't think anything can be art per se unless it falls under one of these uh, qualities. We have the intention of expression, okay, that's from the artist. We have the emotional connection that is either from the artist or the audience. Okay. We have the context, okay, in other words, the not necessarily, the context in which it's produced. Um yeah. Like the time period? Or... It could be history. It could be the place. It could any context okay. in general. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then we have the presentation, hmm. presentation element of it. Okay. So let me give you guys a crass example. It's going to be a little bit gross. I apologize. Um, I'm all for it. Okay. So, and of course, it's a more metaphorical than anything. Someone takes a shit. Okay. Someone takes a fucking shit. A log of shit. <laughs> I just like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In and of itself, that's not art. Mm-hmm. Right? I think we can all agree upon that. Yes? Yes. Right? It is shit. Mm-hmm. Correct. It is not art. It is a piece of shit, as we would call art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we have my four possible things, okay? I would say it would become art if the intention of the shit is a form of expression, okay? Okay. So whatever that catharsis is, let's just say there really is some sort of, like, exalting element of it, which, of course, oddly still falls under Sean's definition, which is fine. But there's this this element of catharsis within the act of taking the shit. Nobody witnesses it. Nobody sees it. But that person, that, that person taking the shit is declaring this action of the shit art. Okay. 
Okay. So like taking a shit on the Berlin Wall. No, no, no. That's context. Mm. That's context. I'm simply saying the intention of expression. The person is taking the shit, expressing themselves just in and of themselves. Mm. There is no viewer other than themselves. They are the only one doing it. They don't even necessarily have to observe it. They are just experiencing that, and they're sense they're 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 absorbing the sensations of the shit in order to kind of understand the human condition from Sean's perspective. Okay, I would say then it becomes art, um, not necessarily the shit itself. I would say that 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 intention of expression is what makes that so, okay. So the intention of expression art. can be in a vacuum. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, okay. not in a vacuum. I mean, there is a person taking the shit in a box by it's by themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, if, yeah. The, if their intention is expression, whether it's good or bad, I mean, we agree it's a piece of shit, right? So, but I'm still saying it's art. It's art, even though it's shitty. It's art. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. We then have the emotional connection, either from the artist or the audience. Okay. So the so the guy takes a shit, done, turns around, looks at it. It's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> Declares it is art. It's art. <laughs> We then have another possibility where the guy takes a shit, forgets to flush it, walks away. His wife walks in, takes a look at it. It is the most beautiful thing she's ever seen, or at the very least, the funniest thing she's ever seen. Declares it art. It's art. Okay. Okay. So there was no intention of expression. There was no con there was no interesting context. There was no presentation necessarily speaking. It wasn't presented. Mm -hmm. It wasn't done. It wasn't left there with the act of presenting. Gotcha. Um. It was just forgotten in the case of the wife or it was witnessed by the guy. Okay. I would say it's art because of that emotional connection. Next part, of course, is the context. Okay. So we could go in the historical element of it. Um, no one's ever, you know, or, or we can go the place, right? So sure. Someone takes, uh, what did you say? Congress? Like steps of Congress? Berlin uh, Wall. Berlin so. Wall. Berlin yeah, wall. Someone yeah. takes a shit on the Berlin <laughs> Wall. It's art, right? It's, there's a form of expression there within the context itself. It takes on a meaning. It takes on layers, which, of course, we'll get into later. Um, I would say it's art. I would say if it fulfills that element of it, it's art. Um, and it's, again, there was no intent there. Well, there is intention of expression there and there, there is emotional connection. It, it, the context helps because it sort of brings everything, you know, closer to art. Hmm. That's an, that's an, that's probably the third easiest one. If there is an interesting context of it, almost everything can become art. If there's context around it, I, I'm actually hard pressed to find something against that. Um, and then lastly, we have the most exalting one that pretty much makes everything art is the presentation. If it is presented as art, mm. it is art. <laughs> That's good. I yeah. That's my take. If it fulfills one of those four things, it is art. It could mm. be, like I said, a piece of shit. It's not interesting. It's not good. It's not fun. It just has been declared as art. It's art. Yeah, I and understand that. what you're saying. I fundamentally disagree with every single one of those points. Um, what do you mean? Um, be, it, again, it's, it's creating a context for art. Um, it's, it's kind of forcing, I, it might just be one of my word fetish things again, but it seems to be forcing a label onto something that is undeserving of Well, such... okay, fine. Then we'll find a new fucking word for it. Let's just say, you know, tra. <laughs> Let's call it tra. That thing that you're talking about, that like, that unattainable essence, the Plato's forms that like gets at the heart of the human condition is tra. Okay. okay. So the, can the, we call it now it's trash? Because I, I didn't add money in any of these situations. There was no money in it. Period. None of those things had money involved. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just is it that thing? Is it that thing that you want to understand as art? Well, yeah, and that kind of gets into that, like. Um, the the you know, uh, what was that exhibit where the guy took like a crucifix and put it in a jar of urine and called it art 
or you yeah, uh, like peed mm-hmm. on the you know, Virgin Mary or something. Yeah, or you take the American flag and put it on the floor and make people you know sign the guest book in front of it so they have to walk on the flag and that's considered some sort of art. I just have like such disrespect for uh, what is referred to as like performance art or this this idea that I, I made you think so now I have affected you. That, <laughs> well, that, sure, no, but I mean I, again, it's I. I it could be bad art. Like I just said, it's a piece of shit. It's literally a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. But we still need to call it something. If the, if it is get, if it is trying to understand the human Delusion. condition, but it's trying to understand the human condition. It's, it's uh, trying to get at that thing that you exalted above all else. I, I, I uh, well, I just assume that we I mean, all try. We no, all no, try no, no, no. Um, I have just, I guess, a, just a, a jaded view of humanity where I assume that anyone is in that position is just being exploitative. Well, so there's but, never been but anyone you're just who's been it, pure. Though. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you're just. I can't assume, believe I'm, that you like comedy. Something isn't there some comedian who you consider artists or something? Um, isn't George Carlin an artist? <sighs> But then, yeah. what is okay? What is art then for you? There's got to be something. I just that you don't consider understand. Art, you said, that, right? I gave you is I gave you a breakdown of any like the things that could break down exactly what you're trying to get at, yeah, yeah. and I'll call it tra. I'll gladly <laughs> call it tra. But what is that thing then? That unattainable tra that you're talking about then? Has anyone ever gotten there? That's what I want to get. Right? He said fucking Van Gogh, once. but it's like <laughs> oh, just it's just this one Van Gogh painting. Is Van Gogh's done it once in his life? Well, that's the only one I've seen. So, but that's only your but specific means, connection to it, though. Exactly. Like, but but and then somebody everyone's else has, connection is is different. Well, sure, so what is then, art to you is not necessarily art to me. Well, no, no, no. You're just saying that that's that feeling is the witnessing of the art, the the communication of the human experience. Right, but it's that emotion is the thing. But and so, in other words, everything becomes anything that has a connection in that way becomes trash. No, because if if you. Um, it's it's like random chance. If there happens to be some word spelled in my alphabet soup, that's not communication. That is that is randomness. If the guy taking the shit did not intend to get any meaning to someone and someone takes meaning from that arbitrarily, that is not communication. That is randomness. That's that's not that. No, 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 no. No. What I'm saying is that you said that. The, OK, there is this tra. We agree <laughs> that there's a tra. Right right on. Right, we cool. just need to we need to sure, clarify sure. that. I'll there definitely that. is a tra. Right? OK. And that tra is something that's trying to understand the human condition. Mm-hmm. OK, cool. So r- regardless of shit aside, what you said is that you've experienced this tra once and the tra was your, your well the tra that you called was van gogh's lilies mm-hmm. right okay but it was that feeling that feeling that you had is sure. what can, what what classified that thing as tra mm-hmm. right that's my second point number two you had the connection to that thing regardless of whether or not whether or not van gogh had anything to do with it whether or not there was any money you had that connection it is art in that sense. Sure, everybody could have a separate. Well, somebody then, could look, look at a microphone. If, if I if I'm wandering through the woods and I find a tree knot that is just mesmerizing, no, do no, I say call somebody else art? is. Somebody else is wandering through and sees the tree knot and it's mesmerizing. Okay, and they have the exact same emotional experience that you had. Mm-hmm. Yes, by your definition, it must be tra. That tree knot is tra. No, because there's no human hand there. There's no intent there. There's no uh, attempt to no, communicate no, it's, the it's, human experience. Um, no, because it's still there. It's it's okay. Let's just say that tree knot in. Oh no, it's it'll still fine. Forget the tree knot. Let's just say <laughs> somebody else walks around and sees a, sh- a a much less interesting painting than Van Gogh's thing, but still has that same experience, mm-hmm. right? 
the, the intent was there. It wasn't right. as important. It wasn't as good as Van Gogh's sure. thing. It was a finger painting. Yeah. But they had that experience. Yeah. And if that, that, that human. That thing is still tra. Yeah. If that human okay. condition was transferred from one person to another, that is tra. Okay. So you're saying that, that there has to be an artist for there to be an art, for there to be art. Yes, there so has the to tree be. Knot, the tree knot is exempt because it is a, a naturally forming entity. It's not art. Yeah, there has I, to be I would, I would agree. I, well, no, I can't. Uh, Joey, not, sorry, the, I'm the sorry. The tree knot is beauty, not art. I want to get into mm, more specifics. We'll um, what, how, Sean, how would you feel about an artist giving away his art for free? Um, I, yeah, I'd still consider that art for That's the most part. That's part of the tra? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, for instance, Radiohead released one of their albums in Rainbows online on a website mm-hmm. and had a donation button and said, give whatever the fuck you want. They ended up making a lot of money, actually. Yeah, that's, but, that starts to bridge that, that gap. So yeah. for you, that's art, right? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely okay, is more good. in the realm of art I think art we're making some commerce. progress. Well, no, no, but the, the, the key, we're, not, we're definitely not making any progress. <laughs> no, I'm just being you're, talking to me. you're not going to make any progress. We're starting to, I'm starting to understand what it is that he's classifying as tra. That's, True. that's what I'm interested in. I, the, the money thing I don't give a shit about. I'm fine. We can, we can set aside well, the money element. Okay, but I think we can get back to it if you like. But, but I, I want I want to clarify yeah, yeah, no, what no, no. he calls tra first because that's <laughs> yeah, tough. That's really tough because that well, is. I just the, think it's an over idealized version, and I think that he you actually probably does view a lot more art than he thinks. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm not trying to play armchair psychologist here, you're but, right. I mean, he's, but he just decided, well, that's you, why I'm calling it tra. I just <laughs> I just know Sean watches. I don't know how much music you listen to. I know you consume movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. I know you. I don't. I know I'm obsessed with music, so I consume a shitload of music. So I have the utmost respect for musicians. And I think that the the idea of a professional artist is really something important to me because I think that that's entertainment yeah. though entertainer that's that's a different it's a uh, a subclass of artisan and craftsman and that sort of yeah. it's it's not exactly the same thing it's it's making your living and designing your life around that for profit or for at least sustenance. But well, you, but what if it's not designed? It just happens to yeah, be. Yeah, so. it's just art takes a lot of time and effort. Mm. Like they, I mean, you need you need training. Like we can, how much we, time it needs just to practice. A, let's an let's instrument. even let's even go one step further, right? We agree that there is some sort of emotional value, and you said it is completely priceless. That no matter what, the second okay, I understand where he's coming from because here's the key. He said that that experience of tra, whatever the person's is, you cannot put a monetary value on that at right. all. And yes, if you've sir. created anything that someone has that tra the second that you're putting a monetary number on it it can't be tra because it all tra is completely without without it is of the utmost worth it is godlike in a way from sean's perspective correct priceless yeah in in both senses of the word right it is like the forms the forms itself it is that tra thing is is nothing else but sean you did you pay to get into the getty uh well, that's a weird one because you pay for parking, wow. but you don't pay to get in. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're right. So if that painting was in a museum that you had to pay for, mm-hmm. do you think that that would have sullied the experience? Um, yeah. I mean, intrinsically, I think that museums should be free for the most part, and that should be part of the tax and public good thing. But, um, I do understand the need for, you know, upkeep on museum and stuff. Sure. So I feel, you know, me paying for the museum is paying for being able to use the bathrooms and stuff, not necessarily. Okay, good. So then never mind. So it wouldn't have made a difference whether or not you paid for it or not. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that doesn't necessarily enter into my equation. Okay. So, but if that, since that is the case, <laughs> that goes directly into Joey's point, <laughs> mm-hmm. because Joey's point, of course, is you paid for the experience of that tra. Mm-hmm. How does that not discount it from being tra? 
you've put a you've put, you put a literal price of fifteen dollars on that experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, How is it still trial? not fifteen dollars to take a piss? I guarantee. <laughs> well, no, no. But Forget I the mean... piss. It's just you paid. You paid to see tra. <laughs> yeah, totally. And that tra, you we put money on. It. We just put a value on it. Right, but it is. Um, I, there's a difference. I think there's a difference between something like that, a a uh, a patronage or a uh, um, a a viewing fee rather than uh, an ownership. So, uh, okay. you know, it's, there, there's certain... you're pay- So you're saying, okay, that's fair enough. Go ahead. I don't know if that's I fair it. enough. <laughs> I think that's, that's splitting air. I, I don't agree with, you know, his worldview, <laughs> oh, but okay. I don't, but he, but it's all philosophically sound. So that's yeah. fine. I, I why, think he's Why would paying, you start agreeing now? I think you're paying to, for an experience. I think you are. And I think according to your definition, it wouldn't be art, but. Um, no, not necessarily. It, it's, um. It's not art when it's sold, but the there. Yeah, I mean, there's. But, he's uh, drawing a distinction between. I, the, I, and I, the, I get yeah, it, okay. but I just, I mean, like you rent stuff, you rent something from Blockbuster, you'll rent. I mean, to me, that's still renting a movie, which is art. Well, that's again, I, I know, don't, don't consider think movies, movies are art. I know. <laughs> More importantly, he didn't create it. What do you mean, Sean didn't create? Well, the, movie? The, the, you know, no, in the sense of the 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 distinction that he's drawing is that, and correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, no. Is <laughs> um, the distinction that you're drawing is that the the artist need in order for something to be considered tra, it needs to one uh, attempts to understand the human condition so well that it actually attains it, and it becomes something otherworldly. It becomes so invaluable to society to mankind because it gets at that thing, whatever that thing is, that it becomes tra. Now. The Interestingly, pay, oh, hold on. Transcendent starts with tra. You're right. Exactly. I like transcendent. That. I'm sorry. That, that's good. Very nice. Tra, transcendent. That's it is transcendent. It but is. I, I, to to clarify, I don't think you need to attain that. What? I don't think you need to attain that transcendency. That just needs to be the the goal. So the communication of that is your goal, whether or not you. What? Uh, they all fucking artists. That's all they ever do is trying to do that. Uh-uh. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, they do. No, that, I mean, that's, they that's, might be terrible at it, but that's all. The, every person who's trying to do art is exactly doing that. Well, that's that's where I differ because yeah, I think I, I think yeah, a lot of people that call themselves artists are in it for the buck, and that is well, sure, complete... but but I didn't say that. What I'm saying is, if you're trying to create art, uh, not what you call yourself. If you're trying to create art, you are trying to get it. That no, other world just because you're trying to create art doesn't mean you're trying to communicate the human condition to people. There are many reasons that people try and cr- call themselves an artist. That's the you reason know? of calling. I'm talking about what you're actually doing, not calling yourself. That's the okay. difference I'm talking about here. Okay. The actual thing that you're doing, no matter what it is, not fucking calling yourself that. You mm-hmm. might, if you're doing it just for money, obviously, yes, you're not doing it for that otherworldly thing. But I would sure. argue almost every artist is doing their art to understand the human condition. If if we are going to consider them tr- true tryists, yes. Right. <laughs> Certainly. right, exactly. I, okay, I definitely that's what, agree that's, with that. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> I agree. That's the number, so that's the number, I'm sorry though, I think I may have cut you off. I think I cut you off. You were going. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so that was your first distinction. It has to, it has to attempt to attain tra, which I would argue almost every artist is trying to do you're right. There are some artists who are doing it just for money, who you can call. Blah 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 blah. I understand the asterisk there and all the, the my tainted the ten pages just of flips those percentages. <laughs> it's perfectly <laughs> fine. I understand, and I know it's small. I know it's a small percentage for you, um, but that's fine. It has to attempt to attain tra. The artist <laughs> himself, him or herself, can never be paid for that tra right. that they've created at any point during their life, ever. 
<laughs> Literally, even if it is, if it can attain Trump, <laughs> it comes, it, you know, it, 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 okay. sorry. The yeah, second yeah. you've paid them for it, it's no longer Trump. <laughs> it's right. sullied. It's sullied after the fact. It's correct. So I, I think the, is as weird as this is, the kind of distinction I would make is that before you sell your first piece, you are a tryist. Once that first sale happens, then you have entered the world of commerce. God, slow down. Now we're talking about two different things. Okay. I'm starting to understand a better distinction for what you're talking about as far as the semantics. Mm -hmm. Your problem seems to be with calling somebody an artist, not calling the thing itself art. Um, I, I think that's fairly synonymous, but yes. Very different things. Okay. A painter and a painting are two decidedly separate things. Um, they could be a true traist, right? But that piece of tra remains tra regardless of whether or not the traist is paid. Sure, you uh, could say that yeah. the traist is no longer a traist, mm -hmm. but and but the tra remains tra. It, um, if it was created know. before the payments began. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I agree with that. Okay, cool, good. That's important. This but doesn't we, exist. We could extrapolate that. <laughs> no, it does. The Van Gogh thing. That's still Van Gogh literally. For... No, it, no, he Someone was paid not paid. For... No, he was Van not Gogh paid. Not for paid. It. No. Okay, then fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ironically really, enough, no, for that, no, for his fucking paintings, no. I didn't know. That. He didn't fucking sell shit. Yeah, that's he didn't sell sad. anything his whole life. Basically, I think he may have sold one piece, and I would imagine it's not that one. So he died um, penniless, completely penniless, not famous at all, good and, and, should. and with only one ear. And, so he yeah. and he had no idea that he was famous or. Was he, wasn't he knew he was fucking badass at what he was doing. He, he, he knew must he was knew. So, absolutely. No, I don't think he was actually famous until after he was dead. Though. He was never famous. But he knew he was an he amazing he was talent, good. right? Exactly, well, he was yeah. a nut job. You, you know, you just do what you do, man. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But but still, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah, but he, every, he knew, not he every nut job can was. paint like that. You know, people no. chop off their ears all the time. I don't but there's some really paint. good elephant painters too. So, <laughs> all right, slow down. So let's let's just go back to clarifying this ridiculous fucking worldview. But completely philosophically sound, so it's fine. I mean, I I respect it. Um, you don't no, don't respect. You don't it. have to. Don't respect. I mean. it. If it's philosophically sound, I respect it. I, I can. But it I doesn't can, exist. I don't think it exists. It literally does. That tra <laughs> that he's that painting that that is an example. I don't. I still. Tra. I still don't think so because somewhere down the line, there's some commerce. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm getting at the point, right? Mm -hmm. So, so number one, obviously, the tries can it, it it has to attain that thing. Number two, so, the oh, artist can never saying. be paid for it at any point. So right? I would have to and, because that okay. piece, and even 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 if the artist is paid for it, that tra that piece of tra remains tra because the, the artist can the artist will never ever be able to be see. To I would view tra it, again. again. I would view it opposite. I would say the tryist will always stay tryist if he did it right, or Van Gogh in this case would always stay tryist. But the right. paint the tra would actually eventually become art Com no it remains it, oh, yeah. oh i see okay you know what i mean so that's what you're saying is well, As well yeah, after in, the fact yeah in, in this instance art okay, is a yeah, downgrade from tra so yes yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah and i think he is rudely no you're not saying the same thing it remains yeah. tra um yeah yeah i mean i i even I, though there's a value ascribed to it by uh, people, it still has that thing. right yes it does live in both of those worlds based on its creation date i guess Okay, right, exactly. That's the thing. Based on the creation date, it has to be, it has to have been created before the artist got paid. Period, okay. and then it remains try. If if society <laughs> wants to put a bunch of piece a bunch of money for it, that's their fucking problem. I see. Correct? I see what he means. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's I see what. Yeah, it's okay. philosophically sound. You're right. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> and then number three, fuck me. What was number three? Oh, um, I don't know if I've clarified this. Does it have to be observed? 
Um, I, yeah, bec- for communication to be successful. right. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. There has to be an observer to experience the trough. Right. I'm sorry. Right. That no, that was the key. Somebody has to experience. Somebody has to experience. Oh man, what do we call that now? Because the piece of tries. Oh no, well <laughs> the, we the can, tra- no, no, actually. You know what? I'm sorry. I think the experience might be tra and no, never mind. It, it is art. <laughs> it's or rather, it is tra. The, the the piece is tra. But what is that experience then? Uh, tra some. <laughs> Troublesome. Tra- okay, transcendence. Yeah, that is. Transcendence. Sure. The transcendent Probably. experience. Yeah. So the tra has to give some observer a transcendent experience. And if it if it fulfills those three requirements, <laughs> I'll it, buy is, it. <laughs> it is quote unquote art, but we he should, refuses to call it art. We should call it something it better. Tra. Let's call okay, who's a transcendentalist? Emerson? <laughs> a transcendentalist? Is, isn't he the like the, the uh, transcendent um, Ralph Waldo? I think Emerson? so. Okay, we should call it Waldo. Waldo's a good name for it. For Tra? Yeah. I like Waldo. I think we've called it Tra too many times to change it. Fuck. Yeah, it's Tra now. Sorry, man. It's Tra. Well, it's fucking art is the problem. It's true. It is. It's just fucking art. <laughs> I think I'm only is... calling it Tra because Sean just, just like for yeah. fuses. He thinks that <laughs> the word art has been has been bastardized <laughs> by society. We should so not be defined by Sean. But it's the same thing. I'm not. No, I have not changed Different. my view at all. Other Sean. I and will I, take these goddamn microphones just, home with I've me. I've just tried to understand. <laughs> I've tried to understand what it is that he believes Good. is art. Okay. And at least I understand it now. And I and now, but the funny part is that he's. You say that you disagree with me. On all these points, but I don't think that that's necessarily true because it all this still fits. Hmm. It still fits. There was the intention of exp- it's well, okay. Um, yes, it fulfills it fulfills the emotional connection of the audience. That tra the tra, or the the Waldo as you would oh no not the Waldo the transcendence sorry the the experience of transcendence is my number two. That's yeah, that's I'm, that's two B. I'm not sure that that's necessary. Um, I, I didn't say it was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just the um, the I don't think the communication has to be effective, but I think it has to be the intent, if that makes sense. So, oh, so but, but I I don't think there needs to be a viewer that has a transcendent experience to call it art, but the artist is still that that still needs to be the goal of the artist you're falling apart man so, yeah. uh, the number one is not going to work because then the number one is it, like i said every artist that claims to being attained claims to try to attain that whether if they're not being paid yeah whatever they're trying to create is tra even yeah. if it's bullshit certainly so yeah. the piece of shit that i said is still art well, it's the personal no, experience of it right but it, if if he is creating it as art and you know, in 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 his mind that is yes. the intent to communicate that's yes. what i'm saying that no, is- blah, blah, blah. communicate that's the the point not necessarily well okay do you have to communicate it later because the intent could be to communicate just to understand the, like i said so number one right the intention of expression mm-hmm. the person taking the shit never actually looks at the shit never does anything he's just absorbing these sensations of taking the shit as a form of artistic inspre- expression, just to understand what that sensation is. Yeah, then definitely not, because there's no attempt to communicate. A, uh, ar- no, art- no, but our artistry is uh, to me not something that is but, uh, can in your own self. But in the but in the same instance, if Van Gogh painted that and never showed it to anybody, mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. In that, I don't think that would classify then. If that, well, it, I mean, obviously, it is if that tra, was though, it's that same painting that you said. Is that okay? So it still wouldn't classify because, but he's still trying to get at that thing. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm saying. So you have to show it to somebody or you have to at least attempt to show it to somebody or express it in some way. Right. Like, yeah. That's the presentation. That's what I'm saying. Right. But you were saying that he was taking the shit for himself to feel those emotions himself. That is not a communication. That is a No, no. A you drug. said the only reason I'm saying this is because you said number three is not necessary. There doesn't have to be an audience. There, no, no. There doesn't have to be a uh, transcendental experience from that. Oh, uh, but there has to be an observer. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fine. N nevertheless, it's still your definition of art still fits my like like <laughs> one fifth of my point. That's all I yeah. have. Like, so um, you don't disagree with it at all. You just said that you you only agree with one point. The rest of it you don't care about. So <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's true. So that's fine. So my. So yeah. okay. Cool. Uh, Joy, I imagine you don't have too many take like arguments against no, my, I my actually, five points. Yeah, I, I agree with them. Actually, I think they're very good. Um, yeah, is there I, anything I missed? Is there anything extra? I would say that I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I don't degree of difficulty. Did we talk about degree of difficulty? Uh, context. That would be a context. Okay. But like the argument that modern art isn't modern art or isn't art because it's, uh, you know, their two year old could draw it or something yeah, like that. Right. Sean, I'm assuming. Sean, Putting the crucifix in the jar yeah. of urine like takes no effort. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, well, then, no, that would be the that would be the element of intention of expression. It would be both, it would both, well, it's, it actually fulfills in my sense, all four pieces because it's, it's both presented. There is context the behind it. Yeah. yeah. The P cross. Yeah. The P it's the, <laughs> there is an intention of expression. It's, I'll be a very trite and very yeah, kind of, you know, the, no, it's there. It's for sure. Um, or I guess there's at least the third meaning I can think of, but, um, it's at least got two or three or four, three of them. Um, yeah. The yeah, third, the yeah. third, I, I, we might have a different third, but, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um in any event, the who is the third that walks always beside you? <laughs> there you go. When yeah. I saw one set of footsteps. Boom. What is this? Jesus? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was re I was referencing the wasteland of T.S. Eliot, which, oh. of course, is a reference to the Bible as far as that. But gotcha. sure, it's, yeah, yes, the footsteps. You footsteps in the books. sand. <laughs> it's just a poem. <laughs> Even poem. worse, man. It's just a simple poem. Oh, I know the whole thing, man. All fucking 20 minutes <laughs> on it. Um, I just remember it. That's all. Uh, but, but, but so sorry, the, the, the P, the P cross still falls over, falls into all four, right? The, the, there was an intention of expression. There was an emotional connection by the artist. Well, I can't say necessarily, I would imagine there was, um, yeah, we don't know the intention of any, of any of these artists, I guess. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. There are definitely, there isn't, you can, you can, ex, you can extrapolate the intention. Some, some of them you can. Maybe. Um, no, we'll go into always. that. We'll get into that. You I can have never a whole, know the mind of man. I have a whole tirade on that. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, but the emotional, but I'm saying is that I, I can't, I can't claim the emotional connection the artist had to the piece. I can imagine there was, that's right. different from the, the intention of expression. Hmm. You guys clear on that? Those are two separate things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an intent to express an idea with the P cross. He had an emotional connection. I'm, uh, or he may or may not have had an emotional connection to it. I can't claim one way or the other, but I can claim that an, an audience, or at the very least, I imagine an audience. Uh, an audience member who would have an emotional connection to it. Can assume that. Albeit in, you know, albeit hatred, it's still yeah, an yeah. emotional connection. You, you can assume that. <laughs> um, and then context, of course, obviously is, you know, the, 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 the time frame in which it's done, but also sort of the, the, the place and way it's, it's presented. And then that also kind of blends into the presentation itself. I need to expand more on context. I don't. I context don't... and presentation, you're right, are kind of a Venn diagram. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah, context is a bit. It's context really more so breaks into the historicity of it and the history behind yeah. the art, but also the it breaks into the idea as well. So it's it it sort of also has another Venn diagram with the intention of expression. Yeah. Um. Sure. So, but anyway, it's so it obviously the P cross falls in all four. Just like I mean, the easiest one was the piece of shit that I gave. Yeah. Um, it's 
more analogous the, the irony of calling a piece of art a piece of shit no i think the biggest problem i had with the the taking a shit thing is when you were going into um him walking away and his wife coming and seeing it and declaring it art i understand um, yeah. she, she might not be a very good judge of art <laughs> i understand well no and, and again the, the the whole intent to communicate anything so if there but it was becomes no... art for her and thus it becomes in in my worldview i yeah, would yeah. say once once somebody has deemed it art they've had that transcendent experience and it becomes art. I'll let you have that view. <laughs> well, do you have an argument against it? No, just that you're wrong. <laughs> can, 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 you back, can you back up that statement at all? Uh, it's just the same things I've been saying for the last 40 minutes. <laughs> so I remain correct then. <laughs> you, you've convinced your worldview, me as much not. as I've convinced you, sir. <laughs> your, your worldview fits in mine. Uh, to an extent. All you're saying is that mine is too broad. Yeah. Okay, so... For for You're I understand nice that from your perspective, <laughs> art just has just has to have that you know that one element basically, basically <laughs> one fifth of it. Um, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, it's two it's two fifths of it. Well, no, all of, actually, come to think of it, all of your things, I just haven't figured like, whatever. Those are the three elements that your things have to expand upon. I'm. It's interesting. It's interesting. Cool. Um, Don't call them three fifths. I'm not gonna go into <gasps> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go into the second question is, can there be such a thing as bad art or is simply bad art not art? Because I feel like we fucking exhausted that and answered that. Joey, do you have anything yeah. to say in general before I move on? <laughs> <laughs> I like art. Uh, but no, let's move on. The, um, okay, so I, I want to I touch on what we didn't clarify in the Oscars episode, actually, is who judges art? Hmm. Who ought to be the judges me. of art? You ought to be the judge of art? Yeah, what, what makes you qualified to judge art? I've seen a lot. <laughs> okay. Are, are you more qualified than, who are you more qualified than, and is there anybody more qualified than you? Uh, there's people more qualified than me. Okay. Not many. Who are you more qualified than? Uh, people younger than me. <laughs> really? Is it just age? No, but that's okay. that's a good chunk of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a large portion of the kids are the people that are younger. Yeah, why, have, why is it that I've, they are less... I have listened to probably more music than I would say 98% of this entire world. Okay. That's a ridiculously wow. huge statement. I, I that sounds extremely arrogant and douchey. I realize, but it's true because also I, just in the time frame, you're like 29. How yeah, but it's, you've only had you you have had only I know about 29 years, years of experience. Of Ima imagine that I spend every free moment listening to music, to new music. Sure, but there's 60 year old people, and plenty of them have spent the same would, amount of time. You're right. Maybe and I and I did say people younger than me generally would be the ones. But, okay, so not 90 percent of the people on the planet 90% of people your age uh, I did no no I'm gonna say <laughs> you can't there's no way you can fucking make that claim why not I just <laughs> did okay sure <laughs> allow me to, to have this one musical category can I be the music geek you can you can be the music geek I'm just trying to understand. and you can and by the way you can be qualified to judge it so but, for instance that guy you I'm can't be a one percenter <laughs> I just think 90% is high but sure I'll give you I don't. it doesn't matter I don't care it just seems well insane. okay if you think about all the people in the third world who haven't listened to a lot of them you don't have access to the music that, mm -hmm. that I do so that you know. well they've been playing they could have been singing to each other the whole time yeah, yeah but, but it's probably the same five songs yeah it's not like fair enough they haven't heard all the different genres that I have okay sure. I've heard every genre okay I'm what? not. I don't, this is sounding very douchey. I realize that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're, no, all you're simply saying is that you're qualified to judge art, and there are people yeah. who are less qualified to judge art. Than and I'm not you, saying all art. As far I was as just music, saying specific kinds of things that I have an education. In. Exactly. Mm. So that's the key, right? So whoever the judges needs to be well, quote unquote, educated, whether right. it's self education or not, just well versed in their element of art. Yeah. Hmm. Johnny. 
Completely so I was like, I don't give a fuck. No, it doesn't no. matter. Uh, Irrelevant. There is no art. You can't. You can't. <laughs> well, you can't decide. No, no, no. Everyone's a critic. The, Everyone can be a critic. Exactly. The, the judge of art is all of humanity. So mm-hmm. if the if if we're buying into my version of art, which is the the intent to communicate something, you know, intrinsically human, which I agree with, by the way. <laughs> right on. I agree with you. Right on. We're saying the same thing. But yeah. uh, my staunch definition, I, I should say, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's right. You're like an orthodox, <laughs> yeah, an orthodox artist. Yeah. <laughs> Tries, um, but no. The as long as that um, I it is the intent, then we should be trying to communicate with all of humanity, and so all of humanity is just as capable of judging art, or should be. Well, I, for it to really be art, for it to be a communication, you shouldn't necessarily need a a history lesson to to understand a painting or to you know have that intrinsic value with it. Well, no, but is but but what I'm saying, I, I agree with you. Everybody can be a critic. The question is, are there some critics that are better than others? No, a- and but everybody's equally qualified at judging art. Yeah, because. In, in my experience. world, art is what you define it as. So it, every it is. Oh, so, so it's just the experience. Yeah, it's so what. unquantifiable so, so that, that you can't be a better. Oh, you're art right. Judge. So there is no good art. There is no good art or bad art. There is what is good to you. Only tra. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Correct. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's totally. what I mean. I'm not. I'm not being being glib. I'm no, not no. being serious. There, yeah. there, there is no good art or bad art. It is only if it is that art that you know the capital A yeah, art. Yeah. Then it then then you can't judge it because it doesn't make a difference. Okay, fair right. enough. I don't know how the fuck you stay so philosophically consistent. Yeah, insane. <laughs> Literally batshit fucking insane. He walks a tightrope. It's unbelievable. A philosophically difficult tightrope. It's mm. insane. It's a fucking lasso. It's not even a tightrope. <laughs> and yet it exists. I'm blown away. I'm impressed. I love it. Um I would say, just to give you a some more <laughs> breakdown as far as what I would say, class could could classify someone as being a better judge than another. Um, uh, you understand, a, a, a better judge of art has to understand the intricacies of the process. Okay, so how hard it was to create the art, how how yes. the, the everything that went into making the art, it, the the more the better you understand that process, the you don't have to do it. It's just you just have to understand it. If you do do it, then you make a better judge as well. I, but I, I thought I, I thought about this recently too because I thought about the specific audience's design for art. Okay, and I thought about this because of because of Kanye, and it's really strange. <laughs> but Kanye was getting ripped apart. Motherfucking wordsmith, motherfucking genius. He, he was man. getting ripped apart by this producer, and I forgot the name of the producer, but he produced a bunch of like classic rock hits like Tom Petty or whatever. Okay. And and he basically put a nice breakdown of, of Kanye's place in in rap history, mm-hmm. and he said he you know he broke it down, but he's like he's not as important as you know Kendrick Lamar, he's right. not as good as as Tupac or Biggie, blah blah. And Kanye flipped out and, <laughs> and went crazy on Twitter and said he's not qualified to judge me. Was this Brian Eno? No, it wasn't Brian Eno. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't someone as important as Brian. Eno. This guy's important, but not like that. I um, tried to throw out the one name I knew. That's so a, he was saying that's he's only not. Qual- of Wheeler, I'm yeah, sure. right, what totally. was his justification <laughs> for saying he's not qualified? I I guess it's a race thing. You know, I don't know. No, maybe oh, one, okay. no. One thing is probably he doesn't know rap. Maybe he's a music producer that's not qualified to. Right, he, he didn't need a rap as well. He doesn't know rap specifically. Or at least Kanye is claiming he doesn't know rap as well. I'm sorry, from Kanye's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Or or he's just white and white people aren't qualified to judge rap from Kanye's perspective. From Kanye's perspective. Got it. Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. And I don't know how I break down on that. You know, sometimes maybe there is something to that. You know, maybe we don't quite understand certain art, you know, as Well, again, that's the intricacies of the process. So, if we're talking about rap in this instance, right? Let's just say that there is let's just say there's a particular element of the black experience that that from Kanye's perspective you have to understand in order to be a better rapper or at the very least under a, a better judge of rap. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So if you aren't black, it's very difficult for you to understand the black experience in order to judge rap uh, accurately. I would agree. Right. Yeah. That's so. That's just intricacies of the process. Um, yeah, I would. Completely, that's just part one. Completely disagree. I know you don't. You're, <laughs> you're, I get it. the the second part is um is understand the history of the art form. The mm-hmm. better you understand the history of the art form, the 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 better judge you will be as an art. It, the, you know it 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 makes a better judge. You'll be a better judge if you understand the history of the art form better. Uh, Could not disagree more. <laughs> I know. Yep. Well, you don't disagree. You just don't not agree. I well, I don't understand the difference in that. Well, because Sean, are you not be- are you a better judge of films than the average person? Um, no, I'm. He's I, saying film is an art at all. Well, yeah, that's Damn a whole it. other. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> you you don't disagree. No, but uh, you just I don't, don't think have he, an opinion. See, on these I points. don't think he actually does because you're no. saying that you can't judge art. No, I, I'm saying that you can. You have a. Everyone has a personal judgment on. Art. I understand. So you're saying that none of this matters. Um, Joey and I are are under the presupposition that that art is not just this tra that you're talking about. <laughs> that there is like something that the rest of the world classifies as art, and and people do claim to judge art, right? And as to whether it's good or bad. What, what I'm, I guess, what I'm getting at is that I don't believe that you, even in uh, the worldview that you. Uh, gentlemen have put forth um, <laughs> that your your uh, knowledge of the process or your knowledge of the history um, has uh, anything to do with your understanding of that of yeah, your know, ability it's just the to communicate that right right and so I, it's like, I totally understand where you're coming from right, stop talking <laughs> you don't have to stop talking it's just that your opinion is so staunch it's just you you've you've gone to the point that there that you cannot judge art because every per, a person's yeah. experience of art is their experience that's it period that's done so judges in your worldview of art isn't isn't a logical idea. No, no, that's in I guess that's where I'm confused then. Um I I think that it is, you know, useful. I mean, if we're going to consider okay. movies art, then I I do want other people to judge that, but I want to understand Oh, so you're putting on our worldview hat for a second. Yeah, yeah okay, certainly. Got it. I, I'm sure. capable of putting on the other I know you are. But you, okay, <laughs> well then let's go back into the points of why you disagree then. So you, okay, it's, well, let me just lay them yeah, all out. Yeah, okay, first go of all. Let me just lay them all out and then we'll see if you do disagree with all of them. So I said intricacies of the process, understand, understanding the intricacies of the process, understanding the history of the art form, and having a delicate sensibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in, in short taste, but, but a delicate sensibility for sort of emotions, human experience, et cetera, okay. that try that you're talking about a, a, a better, a, a better sense of that better receptor. than another, pro- than another person. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you're a sociopath or whatever, it might be difficult for you to understand emotions. So. Oh, is that my problem? No, not at all. <laughs> it might be. Um, so those are my three. So, so Sean, go ahead. Number one, intricacies of the process. The, I, I'm claiming the better a person understands what went into making the piece of tra. Mm-hmm makes them a better judge of art. I guess I'm taking this from the standpoint of like movies and movie critics. Okay. So uh, a movie critic can know everything about how a movie was made, mm-hmm. all of the the hurt that went into making it, and what, you know, either they love it or they hate it. Um, the, that has, I, I believe, no effect or no informational input on the viewers of that. So let's take like uh, horror, for example, which is, is classically, or, you know, um, uh, most often panned or most sure, often- disrespected. Yes, very world. much disrespected, it. but it does have its audience. So those critics that would know about the filmmaking process, know the history of cinema, might look at this and say, it's an absolute piece of shit, but then it does have its, its core audience that is viewing this as the highest form of art ever made. So it, I, I think it's, 
I, I don't think having that knowledge makes you ultimately a better judge. It's just your your I, I feel again your judgment basically gets tainted by well, is that. the is the is that horror movie in question in your mind good or bad? Um, it's a horror movie. It's horrible. So it is bad. It is a <laughs> no, bad movie. I don't like horror movies. That that's okay. just a personal. So thing. it is. But, it, it is a less. It is a less exalt. It's it's less. It's not doing a good job of of attempting to understand the human condition, right? It, well, that that's the thing. I mean, it, it j- just because it's a poorly made movie or a poorly uh, executed movie, right. critics might dislike it, but there may might be that intrinsic thing, and there often is in those horror movies that you know elicits that feeling of trough. For well, some no, no, people. sure, but what I'm saying is that is the is the is the film critic a better critic than the than you know Joe Schmo who watches the movie and claims it's the best film ever made? That's exactly my point. They aren't. Their 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 opinions are equally valid in my mind, because depending on my perspective. So if I'm someone that is into horror movies, I'm going to go see what uh, Joe Schmo. Likes. Let's go to a more let's go to a more extreme example. Okay. okay, so we have a kid, our kid example, the the, the other example we said before, right? Uh, in the in the Oscars episode, we have a kid who has only read one book. Mm-hmm. Okay, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Okay, we have a history a, a professor of literature mm-hmm. who's read. All the greats. Yeah. Between those two, who is a better judge of good art or bad, or of a good books and bad books? Yeah. And that, uh, You're I, saying that they're equally good, that I, that kid I, yep. is able to judge the next book he reads just as well as the professor of literature. Uh, just as. Because I'm saying the next book, the next book, the, the, they haven't, they haven't yeah, yeah. looked at the piece in question yet. Uh, assuming you are able to digest the material, so assuming that the the kid can physically read the book and can read those words and understand what they mean. Uh, sure. I'm kind can- of in the middle see, of the, the words are candy is dandy, liquor is quicker. It's an Ogden Nash okay. poem, right? Yeah, yeah, That's the next thing that the two of them are going to judge. Yep. Right? Yeah. You, you don't think that the uh, the professor of literature has an equal say as to whether or not that's a good poem and a bad poem than the kid? I, I think uh, the world that we live in allows us to gravitate towards the opinions that are closest to our own. And so in that world, I don't think that one has more validity than the other. So I think to a bunch of five-year-old kids, that five-year-old kid's opinion of that is just as valid or more so than the douchebag who read a bunch of books. Why is he a douchebag, all- though? That, okay, let's just say that that kid <laughs> grows up to be that fucking same critic. Okay. That's There's just my no disdain for higher education. I think yeah, yeah, I understand. Sean has a problem with, with pretension and snobbery. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm simply, yeah, but it's not a question of being snobbish. It's just a question of understanding it. Oh, no. You don't have to, he, and what all I'm saying, they, that's a good poem. The, right, right. It's, it's a, a matter of perspective, poem. though. So, you know, this this learned gentleman could have written the, the best, most glowing review of this thing. I'm not saying whether he claims it's good or bad. I'm simply saying he is a better judge. And that's what I'm saying. His, okay. his opinion, you know, he could have wrote this most glowing review of it he could think it's awesome but to this five-year-old kid this poem is useless and boring so to the majority of other five-year-old kids that five-year-old's view of this poem being useless and boring is probably more accurate than the guy that has read all of this stuff if you are in that same what that's that's insane if you're in the same peer group your your opinion of that is going to be more cohesive with those people that are i'm not discounting the kid i'm not discounting the kid's experience i'm mm-hmm. simply saying that any individual piece of literature right the, the the professor of literature is going to have a better understanding of that piece of art than than the kid 
their enjoyment of it is equal and their I, enjoyment of it is is besides the point whether they like it or not makes no difference it's just a question of them understanding and i think a better understanding is a weird way to put that i think they're both going to have what they think is a full understanding but they're how can the kid have a full understanding though I, what he thinks is a full understanding but you said he thinks though does yeah. he actually have a full understanding of and everything that went into the, that poem and does the professor yes the professor does i don't i don't think how any the more fuck so can it not he would i'm telling you he, like he goes into the pro- I'm, I'm explaining literally <laughs> he understands the intricacy of the process he understands right. what went into creating the poem the meaning the rhyme, the history of the poetry itself, right? Mm-hmm. When Ogden Nash wrote it, why he wrote it, how he wrote it, whether or not there was an intent behind it, what was that intent? It's not just words, but then we do take a step back and say it is just words. What are these words specifically? How do they look? And he looks at all this shit rather than the kid who just says, candy is dandy, liquor is quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how the fuck is the professor not in a slightly better position to judge art than the kid? Because it's all relative? Of course it's relative! <laughs> What I'm saying is, <laughs> we're not getting anywhere. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with kind of both of you, actually. I okay, sure. Say, so you don't think? So you th- no, I, we are getting somewhere. Well, <laughs> not really. No, no, you're not. <laughs> really, you honestly don't think that? Uh, perhaps I'm just not explaining he myself thinks, well. Because this doesn't make it, any sense. I mean, can we view it like a fart joke or like or like an Adam Sandler movie or something like that? Something more lowbrow, lowbrow. He's saying that 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 kid is intrinsically the same value of critique as the professor because he gets whatever out of it. Does it doesn't it... no, I'm not talking about what they get out of it. That's what I'm saying. It's understanding the form. I agree with you that the professor's judgment is is more valid. It's I think more learned, certainly. More learned, but Sean's saying it's not it's not more valid. It's not more valid. I, I don't what wait, their their what of it is more valid? Their judgment of it? Their judgment their of the art, their critique of the art. I, no, their understanding of it and ability to judge. I agree with you there. I think they do. The professor right. does have a better understanding of it. But I, I think that. I would ahead. hope so. Right. But, and that and that better understanding of it is what what makes you a better judge. And yeah, that's where I disagree. Well, OK. Yeah, so, but the yeah, word better is the, tough there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I, and it's. And it's <sighs> everybody judges art equally. The more you know about art makes no difference whatsoever. Right. Because if we if we accept that the idea of art is to communicate the human condition, Mm -hmm. if your art takes. Oh, but no, you weren't. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what happened. You put your fucking worldview back on. You put your worldview back on. I thought we agreed that that was the intent of art. No, 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 no. I thought you were putting on our worldview. I thought. Where some art is better than other art. And yeah. that, like, art isn't just that thing. Right, right. And even if some art is better than oh, okay, other cool. art. So some art is better than other art. You're still saying, like, the kid has, the kid has, the kid is an equal, is an equally l- good judge at whether or not this piece of art is good or bad. Right, because. Okay, well, then let me ask you that. Okay, then we need to figure out, we do need to take a step back then. W- what classifies something as not good art then in your mind? Um, well, again, it's all, it would be person by person. So what's good art to me is not good art to you. So it's all subjective, which is why that, that child's opinion is just as valid as the, the learned gentleman. Well, sure. It's all subjective, but then what is that then? So it's the, the experience itself. Is it, it's not quantifiable then? Um, well, it's, it's certainly not quantifiable, but it is also, uh, identifiable. Um, I think you're putting your worldview on though, again, because you're just saying that then there's that, which is not a bad thing. I'm just simply saying that it, 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 it excludes you from this conversation of whether or not there is a judge. Well, no, no. I think, I think the, the, because I agree with you in your worldview, obviously the judge and the kid would have the exact same. So, 
experience. It, maybe it wouldn't this, make a difference. The best judge of art is the person that most identifies with your view of it. I'm sorry. Say that again. The best judge of art is the person that most identifies with your view of it. Who's you? You. So if you're you are out there looking for the best but, judge of then art, then it's only you. Then you are the only person who are as, who is as good a critic as anyone else. It's just subjective. Them completely. Well, no, you I mean, are the only one. So I, I, I'm assuming that the point of judging art is to get people that will enjoy that art to find that art. Mm, no, no. Okay. No, it's to understand the human condition. And if a piece of art is is better at doing that than another piece of art, I, I guess I'm. That's what a critic. Uh, that's what a critic is trying to understand. Uh, critic and judgment. Oh, okay, cool. So, so yeah, no, I would say that the the purpose of a judge, as far as judging art, whether art is good or bad, is is simply to understand, um, again, what makes good art versus bad art. And mm -hmm. in most critics slash judges' mind, it would it literally is that thing that that gets as close to the trah that you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. um, be it to extend the history of art be it to uh, be it to to amplify the complexities of something of how, as far as how hard it was to make the piece of art right mm -hmm. um be it was just something that's so powerful so the, again the delicate sensibility right those are sort of the things that make art better mm -hmm. are are getting closer to those things and if you have the you know if you're able to kind of understand those elements and break it down into piecemeal because usually if you hear like all right so to, to we'll, we'll break a song example right some people who just hear one song is uh, and and that's that they they listen to it as a whole they don't necessarily break down the pieces right mm -hmm. all the little components of it the 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 verse chorus verse chorus element of it and then we also just have the the harmony of it the, mm -hmm. the math behind the music all that stuff right um in the kid example the kid just hears the song mm -hmm. says its song is this that's all i see is the song and that's it yep. where the the critic that i'm talking about would know all of those different elements of it. Mm -hmm. They know all, every single piece of the music that went and all this that went into it, the history of it, all that good stuff. Um, I'm suggesting that that person is a better, it, it is going to be, is going to do a more accurate job at telling you, or at the very least, giving you a breakdown as far as where this piece of music falls in the history of music and in the spectrum of good versus good music versus bad music. The, the the judge will the 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 learned critic will have a better a, a better take on it than the kid who just hears it. And I guess my only point is that yes, but to his peer group. So I don't think his learned opinion is going to be valuable to the unlearned. I think the the opinion of the child that just but, likes it is going to be more valuable mm, to the unlearned. Yeah, but then but once the critic explains all that to the kid, the kid becomes learned. Well, not necessarily. He he explained what's going on here, but then he would also have to explain the entire history of right, music and, he can and his do understanding. That. Well, it, it, you know, in one blog post, but no, uh, I'm just saying over yes. over fifteen twenty years. Right, but then the kid becomes the learned gentleman, and we don't have this argument anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's another kid behind him who doesn't know anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, his, his, all I'm saying his is that his opinion can change with that knowledge, but his peer group also changes with that. I knowledge. mean, I understand the, the, the peer group distinction that you're talking about, but I don't think that's necessarily true, because the, if the kid is the one telling the professor, if the kid is the one telling the music critic. Right. Or at the very least, oh, who's 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 the best music critic you can imagine? Both you guys, uh, <laughs> even if they're a musician, the music they could be a musician. Exactly. <laughs> musician. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Any musician. I, I'll say B.B. King is the best. Got it. So we got B.B. King, right? So we got a kid. A kid goes up to B.B. King mm -hmm. and says, B.B. King, B.B. King, come here. Come here. Listen to this. 
and and hits hits play on this on his little fucking you know tape recorder mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm so dated right now <laughs> on his iPod. It's 1983, right? Exactly. His uh, um, the kid hits play. Boy. The kid hits play, and it's fucking, you know, London Bridge is falling down, mm-hmm. falling down, falling down. B.B. King's like, yeah, it's cool. And the kid's like, that's the best fucking song I've ever heard in my life. And B.B. King's like, cool, man. That's 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 a really good song. Um, mm-hmm. Let me explain to you some elements as to why there are better songs than this. That this is not a bad song, but there are songs that you could claim are better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, it, okay, so that kid's opinion, sure, might make sense to his age group where mm-hmm. the kid goes to his other kids and he's like, London Bridge is falling down. It's the best fucking song. And the other kid's like, nah, man, ring around the rosy. That's some crazy shit, right? Ashes to ashes. And the kid's like, we talk about ashes to ashes. Like, you, man, you don't even know yet. So little, shit, right, yeah. exactly. So the five year olds have their argument, sure. But mm-hmm. the second they step into the realm of Sean, fucking, they're trying I, to tell BB I King, agree with you, Sean. I just right. think this is part of your thing that you kind of brought up in the past episode where you do pro- you prioritize the layers. Yeah. You prioritize depth, which is good. I think that's a. I just what? think. Ah, go ahead. I just think that Sean doesn't. I just think that. The, oh, in this example, sorry, I other, am the other, child and he is the learned gentleman. Exactly. Like, that is. I just think that. <laughs> I just think that, yeah, I, I agree with you that, that layers are do do matter when we come to, to who's... I didn't get into the layers yet. Go ahead, I'm but sorry. I, but that is layers, right? The, the Rose, Ring Around the Rosie has more layers than London Bridge. No, no, but I wasn't saying that Ring Around the Rosie is necessarily better. I was giving a funny... I'll get into the layers in a second. <laughs> but no, that's All I'm saying is it. that the kid trying to tell B.B. King that London Bridge is Falling Down is the best song he's is the best song in the world is... It has a... a less learned and thus worse ultimately opinion than bb king himself as to what would be a good song and and if bb king were to tell the kid well london bridges is falling out is a great song and then bb king plays a song and says i think or plays a song on the fucking guitar for the kid and says i think that this song is better than london bridges falling down i'm not claiming that the song is better i'm saying that bb king has a better position to claim whether a song is better than the other. That's all. I agree with you. That's, he might even I, say it's worse. He might say this song is worse than. I started off by song. saying that I'm the I'm the best critic of music, so obviously I agree with you. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah, it's but and and you went into the element of like you know the more you learn, I understand. Um, yeah. So we didn't get anywhere there. We didn't get anywhere. No, we did not. That's okay, Sean. I love you very much. <laughs> I really do. I still don't understand. I your your position is insane. It it's insane. Um, does that make sense? At least do you understand where I'm coming from as far as like I, I get that if if the kid's only talking to the five year olds, then then the five year, you know, obviously whatever, then they're going to have their argument. and The critics can have their argument. Mm-hmm. But the second the kid tries to jump into the critics argument, I don't think he has a fucking ground to stand on, whereas the, the critic would have a ground to stand on in the five year old conversation. Uh, you can uh, no, because I mean, again, we're talking about emotion. We're talking about no. I'm not talking about emotion. I'm talking about better, good art versus bad and, art. And isn't that or better art versus? Isn't that the whole thing though? Shouldn't good art cause a more emotional reaction? So mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't there be that that sort of quality there? I mean, even... it is there. It is. That's the delicate sensibility element. Yeah, yeah. Of it. But I'm I'm presupposing that they both have equal delicate sensibility, and they've both had the same experience. I'm not I'm not discounting the five year old's experience of it. I'm simply discounting the five year old's knowledge of the art form and knowledge of went into what went into making it. Right. And I don't, and ability to piecemeal the piece. And I, I don't think what goes into something has um is is really part of the ranking of art, if that's what we're going to be doing. Well, um, I, I'm just saying that's an, I'm, I'm and we aren't doing that. We can get there in a second, but all I'm all I'm distinct all I'm trying to distinguish between are the two different judges. Mm-hmm. The kid versus the critic. 
Right. And I think that once the critic starts talking to the kid, now the kid becomes part of his peer group. And that's exactly. a whole different. But can, but, but, but then can the critic become part of the five-year-old's peer group? Um, Most likely not. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. That's oh. all. That's literally all I'm saying is okay. that the, 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 the critic has a slightly better position as far as. To oh, claim I would just say what... they're more stubborn and just, you know, the, the idea that you have more uh, information to back it is going to. Uh, you know, talk you out of and being just able informs. to experience it the way that the kid does. No, I'm I'm presupposing that they've had the same experience, that they understand it. I'm 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 okay. I'll even say, let's just give a time machine. Let's say the kid is <laughs> is the critic. They're the okay. same person. Right on. They're the exact same person. Yeah. Right. That's all I'm saying. the the older the older the older kid is going to have a better position of judging art than he himself at five years old. I still think that's a different person. But, no, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, me, me, me talking to myself at five years old, they, that's, you know, completely different. And again, it's a matter of perspective. And in 10 years, that kid might not think that that's the best. Yeah, song but the, the critic world. has had that experience that he himself had five years old. And, but the five year old doesn't have all the other experiences that the critic had. I, I guess I just don't think one. you can uh, Judge rank art. art I get it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's fine. Yeah. If you don't think you can, and I totally understand. If that's yeah, your worldview, it's not, it's not judging, right. it's ranking. I think. Right. Yeah. That's fine. And that's what I. I was pretty sure that that was what was happening. You tried to put our world you on, though. You failed. I, I, yeah. You failed miserably. Mm. But it's okay. okay. You tried. You tried. <laughs> you're, you're not you're good just... at trying on other people's clothes. <laughs> 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 he's just, he's too philosophically, you know, in, in, encased. In carbonite. Yeah. It's just <laughs> wonderful. It's, well, we're, I think we're cracking. We're, we're like, we're picking away a little bit. No, we are not. We are not. All we're doing is we're, we're creating. Yes. <laughs> We're creating. It's becoming translucent. That's all. So we can see through this carbonite fucking shell (laughs) that Sean has with his ridiculously sound but batshit crazy worldview. Our listeners appreciate it. So (laughs) I love you guys. Um, All right. So we 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 breached the judge thing, as I suspected. Joey and I agreed. Sean was incapable of putting on (laughs) the worldview. That's fine. Um, Joey, you brought up meaning. Would you like to expand on that before I do? No, go for it. Okay, so we talked. You, you guys were saying that like I have this. Well, I don't even really fucking want to go there. But the whole point was like you guys were saying that like the, I was that I, no, no 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 no. It's it's the 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 layers element. Um, I was gonna breach into the element of like you know the the uh, what's the word um mean spirited comedy, but we don't have to go there. Um, layers. Um, I think ultimately, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just do Hamlet. You just mean just do the Hamlet part? Yeah, because that's going to talk about the layers. Too. I think that'll break us into it. I, I don't think I had any more than that. As far as the meanings are concerned, it's it's yeah. Meanings ultimately to break it down, and it, it has to do with um, subtext itself, right? So if there is a second meaning to something else, mm-hmm. it becomes more interesting. Not necessarily better per mm-hmm. se, but it becomes more interesting um, in that realm. Something that is okay. I would say if the intent is to incite interest and to kind of create emotional understanding, whatever, all that good stuff, right? Um, the more interesting it is, the 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 more complex the emotions that you've experienced, the more complex emotions that you've experienced. I would argue make the piece of art better. Are we okay with I, that? I'd buy that. Yeah. I, I'm. I... You're going to fucking back away from this. I just got Sean. And you're going to back away? I kind of have trouble with it. I kind of have trouble with it. Take me there. Go ahead. I just, I I think that there's something to, uh, 
Hold on. Okay, let me try to make a shitty analogy. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think there's something to having like a pure iced tea. You know what I mean? Like just a regular iced tea as opposed to putting it like, oh, there's this iced tea, but here's a flavor of passion fruit. And here's uh -huh. some watermelon. And here's some of this. And here's some of that. Sometimes we can get muddied with Absolutely. extra layers. Absolutely. And I think sometimes that can de be a detriment to the art, is I guess mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yes. And I would not disagree. That's all I'm saying. I would not and disagree I, at all. There is a point at which it becomes muddied because the 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 the, yeah. the intention becomes unfocused and yeah. thus that it lose you lose interest because it's confusing. It becomes yes. cacophonous. I would say, yeah. One one big punch can be better than a pummeling of six. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think that more layers necessarily makes it um, better. And this is brevity too. Because I, I, or I, I don't think I don't think I don't think that the progression of layers continues to make it better ad infinitum. I think ultimately the or it may it may, but it I don't has think the potential. It has right exactly. It, it if it's not if you're not layering in the in the correct or in the in the most artistically pleasing way, right. then it will become by nature cacophonous and thus less interesting. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think that's just as strong as any other portion of art. So, you know, repetition and structure and all of those other things that you think about being pieces of art. I don't think any one of those is more important. Uh, no, but I would actually say those are layers. Um, those are layers. The the element of the fact that you've you've placed some sort of you know an well, interesting the, you know you're taking into account the structure of it along with the with the form and intention. But those things happen that is a layer without you even considering. I mean, Certainly. you know, you you take a child and give them a crayon, they're going to have form and structure. They're going to have these things naturally. It may not be your form and structure, but it, it's what do you mean your form and structure? Just a form and structure. I I didn't just a form or structure. Right, right, and that's it. Might it might be uh, counterintuitive to something that you would do, but there is still going to be a form and a structure to anything that they do. Well, sure, so, but 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 again, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be intended either. I mean, a, a kid painting a blue sun mm -hmm. is interesting. It can be, yeah. right? It's it's interesting. A blue sun is by nature interesting, regardless of what it be, be just from the observer's perspective, right? Because. Again, ultimately, you 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 now have a, a new take on it, right? There's some mm -hmm. sort of a sense of sorrow on a sunny day is basically the point I'm trying to say. So there's two meanings to it. I see. A blue sun just has two meanings. Therefore, it's more interesting than just the yellow sun. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Y yeah, to... And it's a question of the form. I know. Yeah. I get it. It's, it's intention and form and all that good stuff. I, I know. I, all I'm saying is that the, the, the more layers you add to something, the more interesting it becomes. And, and, and thus, here's but my, again, it trends towards better. Here's my picking point, my nitpicking sure. point, where you say that that becomes uh, or that brings up more complex emotions, I suppose. Yes, it does. So just seeing a regular sun gives there, you one emotion. And I actually, I, I do agree several. with you here, but okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate in that, do it. It's fine. in that I think that there might be people prize these complex emotions too much. This is almost like George Bush saying like, you got to go from your gut as opposed to your head. <laughs> no, totally. Bush. But you know what I mean? There's something to be said for a good fart joke. Uh, I think Again, I'm not discounting the simplicity of it. I'm simply saying that a fart joke in and of itself is, is hilariously funny. But if you walk into the crowd observing the Mona Lisa, it's a very somber scene and everybody's being very highbrow and pretentious and Sean yeah. would fucking hate it. And mm -hmm. Sean... Sean walks into that moment <laughs> amidst all those fucking snooty ass art critics yeah, yeah. and drops a fucking SBD. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something. That is funnier and is thus more interesting and thus better. Right. But I don't think it's that a better fart performance joke. art. Does that make sense? It's a better fart joke. J just because there's layers, though, I don't think that that makes it intrinsically better. Uh, the addition of layers has the potential to make things better, but just like adding any other element of art to it. 
So, you know, there are things where... What do you mean so, adding any other layer of art to it? Or any other uh, type of, um, you know, I mean, when we... Context, you mean, basically, right? Well, context is certainly a layer in, like, you were saying that, you know, all of those other things form structure. The, right, uh, yeah. the things that make up art are different layers, certainly. But, I mean, the, um, you know, the... Uh, sometimes simplicity is the the pure form so i um i i can you give me an example of a situation in which because i the fart joke is the best i can do right now yeah. as far as like you've added a layer of meaning mm -hmm. that's i guess my point we haven't really defined what the layer is what i'm saying is it's a layer of meaning that that's kind of what i was assuming okay cool so yeah. so can you give me an example of like a simplistic one where well, uh, or, I can't uh, make better? Adding a layer of meaning, meaning that doesn't actually that fails. So adding. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, again, that comes into the cacophony. Give you, an example. Go ahead. So, for instance, like you might laugh. Or did you have one? I'm sorry, Sean. No, oh, no. Go I was going to say if you just think of the emotion of comedy or the emotion of laughter, or humor, sure. or whatever. Um, and you think about the, the difference in movies. I'll say uh, Doctor Strange Love, which is a, a fantastically funny movie, but mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. satirical and interesting, and mm -hmm. says a lot layers. about history and all that. And then you take uh, Airplane, right? Mm -hmm. Very stupid comedy, but hilarious. Or Caddyshack, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably would laugh harder at Caddyshack. I would say then. That's fine. But then, who is to say that? Strange Love is better than Caddyshack. You're talking about a much different. You're talking about a totally different thing. You're talking about the com the entire complexity of the movie itself, as far as Doctor Strange Love versus Caddyshack. Now, if you want to make a more accurate comparison, well, why don't we talk about just a pun? So we've okay, got no, general. Right. You can't fucking That's hear. This is the war room. Sure, okay. I, you got a yeah, simple yeah. pun. I was trying mm -hmm. to make it more simple. I was trying to say one has no layers, one has extra layers. That's all. But yes, go ahead. Oh, well, if you are going there, sure, that's no, no, fine. No, take your pun. I, I well, want to hear the no, war let's, room. Let's, no, we'll go to yours first because this this is an important distinction. Um, you said that you might laugh harder at Caddyshack, but Dr. Strangelove ha is a more interesting film. So, Doctor, yeah, Dr. Strangelove might make me laugh and think, whereas uh, Caddyshack might make me, excuse me, might, might make, make me you. laugh extra hard. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that really hard laugh sure. might make up for the intellectual stimulation of Strangelove. Well, yes. Would you say that one of those is better than the other? And that's my point. You I guess I, I can't. I can't. I don't. It's an I don't know, man. You don't think that there is there a way? To... I guess my pretension and snobbiness would say Strange Love is better, but that's because okay. I kind of side with. Well, what went into that decision? <laughs> Fool this man! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would do myself too. I, yeah, well, I'm I just. I'm simply asking you what yeah. went into that decision. I I love history. I guess that's okay. what goes into it, and and I like the aspect of Doctor Strangelove commenting on our history. Right, it's point. a satire. I think so the fact I think that it's a satire. It's a timeless history lesson that can be shown to generations. Sure. Whereas Caddyshack is funny, but I think if we show it to a hundred year kids, hundred years from now, I don't know if they'll laugh. Okay. Oh, excellent. Well, I don't well, know I about excellent. Go for it. Time. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, are you gentlemen familiar with the uh, the movie? Battlefield Earth, I believe. Yes. I'm familiar. Uh, I haven't seen it. John Travolta, John Travolta, the the Scientology movie. <laughs> so here's kind of one of my random theories. Consider one of the worst movies of all time. Exactly. But my belief is that that is not a movie. It is a historical document. So if you watch that movie, there's a lot of like cutaways to like where you would go if civilization falls. So they like show you exactly on the map where Fort Knox is, and like they you know they need gold in the future. Through so like okay mm -hmm. we're gonna go here it just kind of seems like more of like a historical record for like when things happen but it, that movie is just filled with layers like that tons of little intricacies that you need to know tons about okay. in order to really get sure. but it's a shitty movie okay
Well, what made it? What made it a shitty movie? All those layers. <laughs> oh, the fact uh, that those layers were there is what made, made it yeah. shitty. It, well, yeah, there's more there than. If, is, okay, so let me ask you this: If yeah. the layers weren't there, would it be a good movie? Um, I mean, that's no. unquantifiable. No, I'll yeah. say no. no. Pro, uh, well, then why are you saying it's a shitty movie? What makes it a shitty movie? Um, that's I. I it's hard to say. It, it's been. Well, a while try. Since. You it, said it's a shitty movie. I didn't say it. Was yeah, no. Name. I mean, it's it, there is no likable character. There is nothing okay. worth identifying with. Okay. It all seems like random. Inf- it's it's like watching <laughs> a textbook essentially. Sure. So sure. It, it's dry and it's full of layers, but it's it's not engaging. It's not enjoyable. It sure. doesn't you know convey things to people outside of that knowledge room. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. I I, I, I totally understand that. I'm I, just saying I'm, layers don't inherently make things better. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, <sighs> They make things deeper. Right? They, you know what? Yes, I, 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 I think that that's true. I, I think that that's ultimately true. Um, However, it has potential. It, well, again, if we take a step back and I said, if if the layers weren't there, would it be a better movie? It's possible. Because it's possible that those, you know, those, those layers muddied it. Yeah, it's sure, possible okay. those things then could have gotten fine. out of the way and actually told the cool. story. Then that's about what I, you yeah, care that, about. that goes but, to what I said as well. There's a point at which the layers, if they're if they're misguided, yeah, and and uh, okay, so I mean that's for a, a crass example is simply, you know, if you if you're if a person is playing a violin, just one person playing, a, you know, a few beautiful notes on a violin, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden someone walks in with cymbals. Sure, we have layers of music. It doesn't necessarily exactly. make it better. However. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is layers of meaning, not just layers of other, well, you know. Yeah. You're I, and I know. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I totally understand. I totally understand. No, you're saying another violin comes and harmonizes with that violin. No, 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 right? no, no. I'm saying it's it's a question of um, what this. Okay, let's just say it's uh, La Marseillaise during Nazi Germany. Or, you know, in, La Marseille? in Nazi Germany. Yeah, La Marseille, whatever the fuck. The, the, the national anthem of. Yeah, French, French. national anthem. And French. so, like, there's that scene in Casablanca, right? It's like sort of a rebellion. It's just this one. It's this one woman playing playing the 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 French national anthem as as the Nazi troops are, are marching into Paris sure. mm-hmm. right there's there's a there's a layer of meaning there that makes it more interesting and and yeah. I would say more beautiful yes I'm not saying it is always the case yeah yes I, I agree it's yeah. just that it's sure. just that, and, that it, if you take that into account it it, it helps classify some artists better than but i don't think you need to know that to get that benefit which i think is where that intellectual argument comes in oh yeah but the benefit is there if if you get it if you do i mean it's sure like it might just be a beautiful song that someone's here it's like yeah that's the fresh dance plan what's a big fucking deal and it's like Mm -hmm. five feet away from her yeah you need to know that the the nazis are you need to know who the nazis are you need to know what the marseille is to get it uh, no, not to have a connection with that as a as a piece of art. I mean, to understand the the true meaning of what the intent is. Right. Certainly, that's what I'm but talking about. To, okay. Yeah. I mean, you can to, you can enjoy it on a superficial level. Exactly. And, sure. You know, I don't disagree with that. A, as that five year old child grows older, they understand more and more things about that, and it might become more beautiful to them. Right. But it it doesn't... once again the fart joke remains the same. The 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 fart is the same. It's just a question of context. I suppose we all get the fart. It's it's just it's it's either in the violin case it's more beautiful, in the fart it's funnier, but simply because of the layers. Right, but you can add layers to that too. So you know, I mean, um, uh, you know, someone's on their deathbed, and I was just going to say crying. exactly, like, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, you you rip a huge ass fart in the middle right. of this, you know, prayer ceremony or right. something. Well, that, it's more interesting. Uh, I didn't say it's funnier, but it's more interesting. Uh, it's definitely more interesting. That fart is more interesting than the person than the person farting in their own home. 
Uh, it just is. Sorry. Yeah, it, interesting. That's a, a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I've been saying this whole time. The technicality that's all I'm It's just interesting. Yeah. I, 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 interest, interesting is the key. Better is a whole different point. I'm not necessarily saying it's better. Of course, yeah, yeah. it's worse, whatever. But it's more interesting for sure. Mm, okay. Well, a, again, there is a point of diminishing return. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Right on. All right. Cool. Good. <laughs> um, that's what I mean by meaning another you know, politician agreement. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but what you guys were also talking about in that comedy episode is that you can just bullshit anything. Yeah. You can just bullshit something. Um, you know, yes and no. I, I, you know, I, I've been studying this shit my whole fucking life. So <laughs> we'll, I'll go into this the best way I can. Um, I'm trying to think if I should just go into Hamlet or explain a little bit. Um, just to give you a brief understanding, the, the more you do it, the easier it is for you to recognize layers, whether you're the one instilling them or you're the one recognizing them. The, the, the more you do it, the better you are at it for sure. and the better you get at it. Um, uh, Shakespeare, we'll go into Hamlet. We'll just do this fun part. The, yeah. the opening line of Hamlet. You guys know what Hamlet's first line is. No. Not a clue. And actually, let me just give you guys the story of Hamlet. Just oh, I know. I know. assume I know nothing. Something just the very beginning. in Denmark? No, that's also not Hamlet. <laughs> um, it is how, Scottish what play. is that? That's Macbeth? What it's, is in, that? it's in Hamlet. What I'm saying is oh, it's not fuck. said by Hamlet. Oh, um, so just the, the the opening of Hamlet itself, okay, we, we start, it's a ghost story really. So um, the ghost of the dead, King Hamlet, comes back and 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 is, is essentially threatening. It has this weird warlike form, right? Um, now Hamlet himself comes back from college at Wittenberg to find his dad is dead. He doesn't know he's been murdered yet. Um, and his uncle has married his mom. Okay. Um, Wait, so the ghost of Hamlet's dad? Or the yeah. Ghost? Ham yeah Hamlet's, da Hamlet. Hamlet's dad. Oh, oh, yeah, King Hamlet. Hamlet, okay. Hamlet Jr. Copy exactly. that. Um, and I could go into a whole Shakespeare element as Told far as like, who's what. So. It's fine. No, no, I'll be happy to inform. Um, so Hamlet comes back. His dad's dead, mm. King Hamlet, and his uncle has married his mom within two months mm. of the of the death itself, all right? So he's morose, he's bummed, he's dealing with all this shit. Hamlet arguably was the rightful heir. However, Claudius, who's the uncle, stepped in and took the throne. Um, You know, he's an okay king, he's not bad, and he brings everybody together. He brings the whole court, and he's giving this grandiose speech as he's um, he's introducing the, the head of state, Polonius. He's introducing his son, Laertes, you know, Polonius' son, Laertes. Um... And introduces the queen, talks about it, talks about the fact that this new regime could be good. It could be an OK thing. Um, finally, he said he introduced Hamlet, who's off in the corner. Uh, he says, and, and now cousin Hamlet, now my son. And Hamlet's first line is a little more than kin and less than kind. He says it as an aside to the audience, a little more than kin and less than kind. What does that mean? What's kin, first of all? Family. Your kinfolk. Exactly. What's kind? Being nice? Exactly, right. Who is a little more than kin and less than kind? His uncle? His, yeah. yeah, Claudius, right? Like Claudius is... Why is he a little more than kin? Because he's his mommy's baby daddy now? Yeah, he's his fucking <laughs> uncle dad. Yeah, yeah. He's his fucking is. uncle dad. So this guy's a little more than kin and less than kind. Stepdad. Exactly, yeah. He's... he's he's Well, he's his stepdad and his uncle. Yeah. yeah. So it's he's more than kin. Some kins. And he's shit. a dick, right? Um, Sure, that's fine, right? Done. No problem. Now... One step further, can kind mean more than just nice? Uh, yeah, in-kind trade. Or... Yeah. Well, what do you mean in-kind trade? Uh, um, you know, uh, 
fair exchange of goods and services. Uh, okay, perhaps. Ooh, I was going to say kind is like humans. Like oh, we're, mankind. We're, yeah, he's less than a human. So we have three layers now. Man. Three layers now. So Claudius is both my fucking uncle dad, and yet he's nothing like me. He is less than kind. He's not like me at all. It's just a simple pun. It's just a simple pun, right? However, and so that's that's one layer mm-hmm. or two, then three now. Can he also be talking about himself? If Claudius is his uncle dad, what does that make Hamlet? The nephew son? Yeah, his own cousin in a weird oh, way. Yeah. Like uh, his brother. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I'm my own it's, grandpa. Right, exactly. So he has this sort of <laughs> element of embarrassment to it as well. So I, not only is Claudius a little more than kin, I am a little more than kin and less than kind as well. I'm not your type. And this is an unfair exchange. The element itself, the reality of the situation is less than kind. And of course, a little more than kin. So now we have five layers going into it. Cool. No problem. Shakespeare pretty much saw all this simply because of the element of, you know, it, 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 Hamlet is saying it both referring to himself and Claudius. He also could be talking about his mom, right? In this weird, disgusting element. Now she's both my aunt mom. Um, so there's this, there's the kind of disgusted, uh, more embarrassed element of it. Um, and you're nothing like yourself. You are less, you are less than kind, Gertrude, right? Cool. All well and good. A lot of meanings. One more step for you guys. That might be fun. And this is, this is the part where that's the most important as far as whether you can bullshit or something. Um, I'll just write it down, right? So we have a little more than kin, K-I-N, and less than kind. What if I told you guys this is a riddle? What is a little more than kin and less than kind? Nothing. Yeah. The space between the N and the D. Nothing. This is Hamlet himself, essentially contemplating the void, (laughs) contemplating suicide, contemplating the pointlessness of life, contemplating the pointlessness of death. This little space right here is Hamlet, period. The play Hamlet. This is literally everything that the play is about is right there in that space and in the first line. Now, whether Shakespeare intended that or not, I, I don't know. Now, here's the thing. At what point does that become douchebaggery? Well, here's the key, right? Here's step one. I, I would say, under your perspective, it becomes douchebaggery the second it's there, period. <laughs> Once you start drawing right. that square, man. <laughs> but here's the key. Here's the key, right? So now we have Will Will wrote it, handed all the plays to everybody. Everyone's got their quarto. And then we've got fucking Burbage walks up holding the play, and he's analyzing the text. Burbage was the actor, right, playing okay. Shakespeare, the very first person to play Hamlet. I'm sorry, the first person to play Hamlet, right? Okay. Walks up to Will, and, and uh, by the way, Shakespeare played the ghost. Shakespeare played uh, the, the ghost in the play. Um, How could he? He didn't exist. <laughs> was the, the Shakespeare himself very much existed, but we'll go into the whole question of whether or not he wrote the plays that were him or not. Um, and it's a fun thing, too, as well. So just a little bit of fun history, but as far as explaining why this this void is so important. So Shakespeare had written an earlier version of Hamlet as well when he was younger. Um and, and, you know, kind of whatever, and it was lost to time. But then eventually his other version of it came out um, that he wrote when he was, he was older, um, right after. He wrote this right after his son Hamnet died. His young son Hamnet hmm. died. Um, and it was also a couple months later his dad, John Shakespeare, died at the same time. So Shakespeare himself was going through a ridiculous amount of turmoil as far as, you know, the meaningless and pointlessness of life and understanding and coping with grief. That's the whole kind of end of the skull, that memento mori, understanding it right now. Before we get too off track, 
that space itself is the grief is every fucking line of sh- of hamlet is related to that everything he says i can just fucking rattle them off if you like but that's the whole point right of course to be or not to be right that's right there to be or not to be in life to be or not to be me to be or not to be uh, as far as should i fight or is life pointless however if i die then whatever to die to sleep no more um Burbage walks up to Shakespeare and says, hey, Will, this is kind of cool, a little more than kin and less than kind. I mean, I get all that other stuff you're talking about, but th- th- this space, the N and the D, right? That's I should play this really kind of morosely, right? I shouldn't – if I'm just talking about Claudius, I, it makes it really biting, right? A little more than kin and less than kind. But if I'm talking about me, it makes it sort of like, you know, a little bit more embarrassment of like, you know, a little more than kin and less than kind. I can layer the two, though, and I can have this a little more than kin less than kind. Will, I, there's this space here. Am I not supposed to just say this depressingly? Like a little more than kin? And Shakespeare goes, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't see that before. Sure, go for it. I like it. Done. I didn't mean that, but it's there. Cool. That's one possibility. Possibility two is, or well, of course, you know, the first possibility is Shakespeare intended it. Oh, this that, is, that was just a hypothetical. That wasn't the. Yes, history. of course. No, okay. I'm simply saying that's yeah. a hypothetical. The, yeah. the the very first hypothetical is that Shakespeare intended it. He, okay. he he thought about it, wrote it, intended it. Copy. The second possibility is somebody pointed out to him. Shakespeare was like, oh, that's cool. It yeah. fits. It works. It's what the whole fucking play is about. This mm-hmm. literally the entire play is about this little void. What we'd call a happy accident. Exactly. Right. And Shakespeare's like, cool, I'm on board. I like it. But mm-hmm. he, he recognizes it. Mm-hmm. Um. An even further possibility is that he wrote it. He already knew. He already knew everything that the play was about. And this is the one I usually sort of subscribe to Mm. um, as far as just my own experience. But as you're writing something, you kind of you emotionally connect to the structure that you're doing and and, and the, the the core of it, the tone of it, the theme of it. You you get all that as you're doing it. You put it aside, though. You try not to, to dwell on it, but it fucking leaks in. It can't help but leak in. And the more you write and the better you are at it, the the easier it is to do this stuff just fucking like that. It comes it comes naturally um, and it just falls out of you. And whether you've recognized it or not, it's there. Um, and then that's so that's another step. But. What I actually even say is that you do recognize it as you're writing it. So you're sitting there writing, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden you see that, you recognize it. You're like, oh, that's fucking cool. Cool. But you can't, you don't have time to dwell on it. You just sort of chuckle at your own little amazingly intricate, you know, multi-layered joke. For an artist, half the time, it's just a fucking joke. He'll write, you know, I'll write one line and all of a sudden I see 25 different meanings behind it. I just see it. It's just there. I understand Mm -hmm. that it's there. I can't dwell on it because I got another line to write and I got a fucking deadline. But I saw it. I saw it when I wrote it. I get it. So, and I would argue that Shakespeare, because so much, I mean, I could go, I could do the same thing in literally every other line in Shakespeare, period. This is just the easiest and kind of most interesting. Um, Then we have the, that's the one I usually subscribe to. Then we have the the last example, which is Shakespeare wrote this line, wasn't really sure what the play was about, recognized it, and decided to structure the entire play around that idea after he recognized it. Okay. Now, those are several different examples. You can now just extrapolate that idea across the board to every different play, to every different line in every different play, in every different poem, in every different song, in everything that was ever written or done. Mm-hmm. Um the point that I want to make as far as you can just bullshit anything, sure. Anybody can just bullshit anything. The better question is, is there evidence to support that claim in the text? If Hamlet was about, if, if, the, if, if, that, if this line was in Shakespeare's As You Like It, 
right? Just sort of like a, a fun romp in the woods. I, most people wouldn't say, they'd, they'd say, okay, cool. I guess it is about the pointlessness of life, but why is that character talking about the pointlessness of life right now? You know, as far as Rosaline, Rosaline, you know, we could just put that line in her mouth. She would, she would say that she's, she's not as smart as Hamlet, but she is close, but she certainly has no morose element to it. Um, besides the fact that her dad, she thinks her dad's dead. Anyway, um, if, if there's evidence supported by the text, that's the ultimate arbiter of whether or not somebody is just quote unquote bullshitting something. Um, and it just takes, you know, you, you have to make your argument just like in science as far you have to make your claim based on evidence in the text. That makes sense. I, I understand where you're coming from on that certainly. Okay. Um, but, uh, like all of those examples that you give of the different possibilities or sure. hypo hypotheticals, um, I see those all congruently. Yes, so they are in, 100%. And in, in, in to me, that's, that's where the douchebaggery comes in, essentially. That's <laughs> the, um, the, you know, intellectualism for intellectual sake for, you know, searching for meaning in something that doesn't necessarily have it. No, no, no. You know what and they're searching for? The human condition. They're searching to understand the human condition. That's art. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show where I don't know man Cause the truth is I don't know man I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I am the beholder. Artsy fartsy. <laughs>